Last we left our heroes. We returned to the heart of the world, the elven city of Endora, after a long and arduous adventure in the Feywild that turned out only to take a few short minutes. Upon your return, you were reunited with the Elder Council of the Sylvan Tribe, with Val's stepfather, Francis, and with your newly armored pet, Keith. You discussed with the Council the diminished presence of the Fey across the Vale, the future of the reconciliation efforts with the province of Xander, and finally of your path forward to the city of Castirian, known to some, of, uh, to some as the City of the Dead. <clears throat> Given Mount's food and directions to traverse the Valen Woods south, you set off from the city and into the wild. For days you traveled south, following a grand river, passing through the village of Alethi, before finding yourselves leaving the presence of the Vale and riding into rolling hills and tall grasses beneath dark, clouded sky. With a storm on the horizon, you pushed forward, finding yourselves following along the banks of a dried riverbed, now a sandy gorge that seemed to extend to the south along the uh, same direction of the city that you sought. As night fell around you, so too did dark clouds, bringing a heavy rainfall down upon your camp. Lavender utilized a wall of stone to grant you all some cover from the rain, and a watch was taken by Mary and Hondo. <clears throat> During this watch, roughly an hour or so in, Hondo caught the sound of voices from within the gorge. Taking off on the carpet, with Mary watching from the shadows of the banks, you saw two figures skulking through shadows, searching for something on the western wall of the riverbed. In a few short minutes, they seemed to find something and excitedly began to creep through some illusory wall and out of sight. Intrigued, Hondo and Mary crept forward to the edge of this hidden tunnel, waking up Alana before leaving uh, to keep someone somewhat aware in camp. As Alana struggles to uh, come to consciousness, Mary and Hondo slipped just inside this illusion and indeed found a tunnel, 15 feet or so to a side and about 30 or so in length. Hondo cast invisibility on Mary while keeping himself aloft on the flying carpet and then began to creep closer when they heard a rumbling growl that shook the cavern beyond. Following the growl, two sets of hurried, frantic footsteps began to sprint towards you. However, you never came close. They never came close. As the pair of you watched the interior of this cavern illuminate these two figures from behind with a flicker of green and black flame, this massive plume of fire erupted out towards you, incinerating the figures in their place, and was swiftly followed by the roar of some entity deeper within the cave. And now, heavy footfalls of this creature grow closer and closer to you. You can only just barely see a faint glint of scale and maybe eyes off of what faint light is let through here. And the flicker of flame dies down. And this is where we begin tonight. Mary and Hondo, you guys are standing right on the edge of this riverbank uh, <clears throat> in, this, in this tunnel by about five to 10 feet, give or take. Mary, you are invisible, Hondo concentrating on that invisibility, but you watch this flame cone, this entirely encapsulates the sides of the tunnel before you and comes to a halt roughly 20, 30 feet ahead of you. You hear this creature of some kind growing closer. What do you do? Okay. Um, I will, so we're not in, we're, we're just slightly in the cave, you said, right? Yeah, you guys are about roughly 10 feet into this, this tunnel. So the, you, from the edge of the riverbank in about 10 feet, there's about a 15 foot 
uh, wide tunnel that goes about 30 feet before you see it kind of it drifts off into into darkness and you're not sure whether it opens up or dips below but you can't quite make out uh, anything just yet but you did see the flame illuminate and then incinerate two figures above that 30 foot mark I'll, I'll look at me well I, I I have an idea I guess of where Mary is mm-hmm. I'll be like, Mary go go out go out wait by the entrance I have an idea um, no <laughs> yeah no I my plan was running <laughs> very as is quickly and making a somehow making as little noise as possible uh, Mary, then make a stealth check at advantage, as you're invisible. Hondo, are you attempting to hide, or are you just holding holding your position? I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, like, go off to the side, but I'm, I need to, I'm, I'm still going to have a view of, of the dragon or whatever I can see in front. There's not so much a side. You're kind of in this, in this tunnel to, to get around something oh. would mean leaving the tunnel or going further towards it. I hold position. Okay. Mary, uh, what's your stealth? 29. Um, my plan was kind of do the whole thing where you go out and then go sideways, so it's not just like you're running straight out the tunnel forever. Sure. You're also invisible, so you're, you're I know. fine to run We almost just direction. got barbecued, though, so. Sure did. And then I... <laughs> on the earring, just be like, you better know what you're fucking doing, or you better get ready to run. Okay. Hondo, as you are holding position, still flying on the carpet, we'll say you're about five feet off the ground, um, just hovering, or, or maybe maybe within five feet, two, three feet even, uh, but you still have about 15 feet in all, all dimensions right now in this tunnel. You hear the sounds grow closer and closer, and you see very faintly within the darkness here a vague, large incredibly large, almost the entire width and height of this tunnel grow closer to you. And it seems to kind of, you see a glint off of some, a a pair of eyes, but you don't really make out any definition to to form just yet. uh, As it says, So, be you thief, Oh, be you fool. I am always a fool, but I come, I do not come for any material items. I just come for information. Information. Then why send two before you to steal from me? And just (laughs) grows closer and closer to you. I'll take a couple steps back. And I will say, I didn't, those were not with us. We are here simply to learn. Make a persuasion check. With advantage. Nope. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> well, I don't need it because I'm good. Oh, shit. 18 plus what? Nice. Uh, I'm going to say it's got to be at least 10. Let me check. Kyle, can you... We are still asleep, only Brawley is awake, correct? I'm going to... At this point, if if it's been, like, enough round for me to run, whenever I can, I would go on the earring and just update Allie and say, may have a situation, may not, get people up, but stay really quiet. Mary, you can hear the rumbling of communication, but you can't make out the words from the distance. Mm -hmm. 
you you've left the tunnel, but you can hear um, you can hear rumbling of of some deep voiced creature communicating that you assume is communicating with Hondo. Yeah. Um, but how far away do you get from the tunnel? The the riverbed is roughly twenty five feet in in width. Um, you guys would have been on the uh, western edge of it, and your um, kind of domed hut of stone uh, is on the eastern edge and in about 20 feet. Um, I was thinking... Oh, I'd, about 15. I'd go out and go, let's just say, left mm-hmm. um, and kind of stay against that wall. Oh, against the western wall? Against the wall of wherever I came out of. Western wall. So that, and like try to, try to keep one ear on... Um, whatever's happening. Again, I probably can't hear anything, but if there's, I'll be able to hear if there's giant fire coming out or something. Um, and just another, like, just looking around to make sure that there's nothing else going on. Or, I don't, I don't fucking know, but she's just on alert. Okay. Um, like maybe, let's say, like, ten feet or something left of the cave. Okay, so not far. is the Not super far. I'm not okay. abandoning Hondo. I'm just not going to be in that room right now. That's I, fair. Oh, by, uh, so I got 13 uh, persuasion, so that's uh, 31 total. Fucking the hell. creature grows closer to you, Hondo, and you've moved back only a few feet, but you're still well within the shadow of the, of the tunnel here. Um, and this creature gets right up to you and you see a long snout of what was once possibly colorful scale now taking on a definite charcoal hue you see tucked along a a long lizard-like or draconic back tucked wings that seem to be drifting off smoke and kind of translucent material. You see the eyes now that get within, the snout sits out a fair ways and is pointed almost directly to your chest. You see the eyes though, kind of like pearls of this opalescent gray and black. You can still see irises within, though they are very thin and black amidst this opal of gray and an otherwise almost purely charcoal and shadow dragon. It bears down on you. It's the size of its head, larger than you, uh, or at least as large, with you up on the, on the carpet. It bears down and says, I admit I am intrigued. What information could I have that you want? And what would you be willing to pay for it? My friend, uh, if I can call you my friend because uh, you look like a nice dragon, um, I have come across many items, some you would not believe. Uh, on my adventures around the seas. Uh, I could definitely offer you a lot, 
I could also offer you a lot of information. I have seen and heard a lot from a lot of kingdoms, a lot of realms. I tell you I've been to hell even. It's not a nice place, but I can tell you all about it. So um, I think we could have an arrangement here. He looks down at you and just puffs smoke and shadow from, from massive nostrils and it kind of clouds around you uh, and you smell this. You expect a smoky smell like fire and there's a hint of that, but it's more akin to like a the smell ha- after a heavy rain on like a fire, like a tamed, wet, charred wood. And it's just a hint of a familiar scent of death to you. And he just bears down and says, I have seen worse than hell, boy. But your confidence intrigues me. You hardly back away from me now. Perhaps you have seen what you claim to have seen. <laughs> but you come alone. I have not necessarily come alone. Uh, I do have some friends um, just outside, uh, if you'd like to meet them. Um, they are very harmless people, I can assure you. Um, it's a very nice night outside, too. I, I highly say, come out, get some fresh air. You might like it. Wonderful idea. And he just charges basically into you, pushing you and the carpet full free of the tunnel. And you watch as Mary uh, watches as Honda, you're kind of a little, little thrown. You watch as bursting out from this tunnel, this kind of hole in the wall, a massive dragon form takes like a, like a shot out of a pistol straight out and then arcs directly up, wings unfurl, and you just see these translucent wings that just trail smoke and shadow. You almost all, both of you, and Alana, who now you see this creature, almost lose it in the darkness of the storm above. Um, In fact, you do lose it in the storm above. For a moment, it just seems to disappear into black. And then Alana, just a cracking of stone uh, directly behind the makeshift hut and kind of peering around and heavily standing above in height, you look up and see this shadowy dragon that looks down as Hondo and Mary, you guys are roughly 40 some odd feet from here. And he kind of, he, uh, he sees you. Okay. He was talking to you moments ago. No, like because I'm in the caves, right? Or slightly. He, when he came out, he takes up the full expanse oh. and he pushes you out as he takes to the sky. 
So you and Mary are still within the riverbed as of now, as he lands up towards the wall. And his head looms down around the dome of wall and just breathes a just heavy kind of cloud of smoke and uh, shadow around Alana and says, So you come for information with the blue one, yes? I, I message Alana. Uh, he's he's coming out. Uh, if you, in case you didn't see, he'll be out any minute. I think he went up. I don't know where he went. What? Alana, make a wisdom saving throw for me. <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. I think I'm at zero. Yes, that is a fourteen. So I don't know how that's going to go down. The voice seems to you you watch this creature take to the sky and disappear and though there was an obvious landing you you spin to see where this landing is and this creature is see, you don't see anything and then suddenly it almost breaks through shadow and is in your face and as it asks this question you are gripped with fear this you have faced a lot but this is horrifying to you um, and you are just stunned speechless by the fear <laughs> you just hear this chuckle as he draws back uh, does this wake up any of the rest of us kids I'd say no uh, <gasps> you guys are within a pretty insulated wall of stone has yet to break said wall of stone as he's not on on it or pushing it in any way Um, and no one has made a point to kind of message across earrings to party collective would Keith see it since he's with me Keith absolutely would see it and no matter what Keith rolls for wisdom saving throw Keith is afraid oh okay (laughs) (laughs) he is at your back he's not running He's still hardy enough to stick with you, but he is purely gripped with fear. You're also watch Mary, Hondo, and Allie, you all hear the smattering of hooves as your elk just tear ass away. Right. We can get them later. I just told Amanda we need Aurora to survive this. So it's good that she goes. There goes another one. No, they'll be fine. We'll get her back. Hondo and Mary, what are you guys doing? I'm going to run up and be, Mr. Dragon, it's okay. They're with us. They're good. They're good. Stop it right now. Skittish friends you have here, blue one. You know, I've seen a lot. They've not seen a lot, okay? They're young ones. They're youngins here. But uh, do you have a name, Mr. Dragon? My name is Jorasco. Very nice to meet you, Jorasco. What may I call you? You can call me Hondo. Hondo. Well, Hondo, you and your fearful friends here. I ask again, what have you come here for? if not to thieve. Do you, do you know anything about the dragon Null? Or 
Casterian. Uh, make a persuasion check. Both good, Hondo. Both good. One, his old friend. Two, hey, you heard of the city nearby. Oh, this is... Okay. All right. It was a four on the dice. What do you add? Uh, persuasion, you said? There's a lot. 17. Yeah. boy. Slippery. Kyle, can I hear what Hondo's saying now? Or is it too far away? So... I would say I'd start, like, moving quietly towards the party because I'm not going to fucking stand over there when everyone else is... Yeah, as you see Hondo making his way across, you see this creature, well, you lose it for a moment, and you hear it land over by Alana. I'd say you can make your way over. If you want to make your way up onto the bank instead of at the bottom, Jesus. you can make a, an athletics check, um, and then a secondary stealth check at disadvantage. Or straight roll, because it would be disadvantage, straight roll. but advantage. Yeah, I'll, I will do that. Okay, so give me an athletics check. I 14, so... Don't worry about it. That's more than enough. A lot. Yeah. And acrobat... Uh, sorry, stealth again? Yeah. Ooh, natural 18. So 28. Okay. Uh, I will roll for that, actually. Uh, yeah, Mary, you are able to kind of scale the banks quietly and quickly. Um, and where do you position yourself? The, the kind of dome itself takes up about like a 20-foot radius... Uh, or maybe not quite that much, but maybe a 15-foot radius, uh, maybe 20-foot diameter is probably a better way of saying it, uh, kind of set up. Um, you see Alana kind of positioned where you left her, and you can now see the dragon kind of bearing down on her and Hondo on the carpet above and to the side communicating with this dragon. Um, can I just get clarification on which way is the, for the lack of a better term, like doorway of the... Is it I'd facing say, towards the riverbank, away from it? I'd say it's probably, I mean, Lavender, you created it. Which way do you face the door? It's the riverbank valley. So it's wherever you want the door to be, like, as in relation to that. I don't know if it changes anything. The storm I, I was think, coming from the south. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I would have just built it so that it protected us from the storm, because it's only, like, a wall, really, and I curved it around. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have... It's not Typically, a dome like like the Liamman's Hut dome or something like that. It's a very makeshift kind of angled wall. It's more like an, I picture it. a little amphitheater. That's how I <laughs> yeah. picture it. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know that Lavender would have built it to look at the riverbed like in normal times, but if that's not conducive to the storm, then she would have built it for that. Okay, so then in that case, I would say the door faces the opposite direction facing north back towards the yeah. forest. That sounds right. So um, Allie is is on the opposite side, kind of closer to the south and towards the banks, as you guys were headed towards the bank. Uh, Hondo and her uh, and the and the dragon are all set on the south side of the dome or the the, the hut. So Allie is not she's she's in the area where the doorway is, or was she outside? She went around to the other side and over by the banks, where you guys woke up and. Okay. Said to keep watch, essentially. That's um, where I picture it. Yeah, that's yeah. The decision I have made. Okay. Um, I would go somewhere where I'm up on the banks and I can see everybody, as much well as many people as I can, because mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to actually be able to see everybody if the dome is facing the opposite way. Like I might not be able to see sleeping people. Right. You could if you went on the 
north side of the of the hut you could see within the open kind of it's going to just be a pretty simple like amphitheater style like it's just going to be a big open area where the walls don't connect um so you'd see the sleeping group um and also be able to see the majority of the dragon alley and and hondo so like if you went like we'll say 15 feet north of the hut you could see everything and for the most part everyone inside of the amphitheater okay cool yeah that makes sense and you could hear relatively well okay yeah i just want to be able to hear everything that's happening um while i'm uh, no i would wait until i saw what the party inside was like okay uh your stealth was a natural 18 uh which pulled it up to quite a bit um <laughs> but <clears throat> hondo as you ask about null or castirian um Jorasku chuckles once more and says null is not a name i've heard in some time in castirian i know some of but I will not be telling you anything until a price has been negotiated. What do you have to offer to me? I I look at Brawly and I probably get get the uh, bag of holding. Let's see what we can offer. What? You have a bag of holding, you say. No. No. Oops, I just take the bag. That seems fair. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, 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 I think I can offer you a weapon that you might be interested in. I have very little need for weapons. And he kind of holds up his clawed hand. And you see the tips of razor sharp claws, and through the smile of shadow, several, many, dagger-like teeth. Kyle, can you clarify for uh, Brawly, she can still do stuff, she just can't move forward, or is she like petrified with fear? Yeah, not petrified, you are just frightened. Uh, under the condition of frightened, um, you're you're able to, to do things, but yeah, you are, for the, for the time being, afraid of this creature, can't move closer, should things happen in terms of combat, it has like disadvantage on attacks and stuff like that. But you are not, yeah, you are not locked in place with fear. Um, okay. But currently, frightened of this shadow dragon. Kev, <laughs> you've listed the best stuff that you think is in the bag of holding. <laughs> the zombie head. <laughs> is it a zombie head? Like a probably Gord's bag. <laughs> Gord has a lot of body parts. No. This bag. Do you do you like to read? Do you do you like books? I myself have some books. I enjoy reading. If you have any books on the arcane, perhaps mm. I could be Satan. But my patience is wearing thin. Okay, wait right there. I will go. I will see what I can pull up for you. I might have something. I'm gonna ru- run in and I'm gonna. 
Valentine, wake up now. Oh, that wakes everybody up, by the way. Get up, get up, people. It's morning. Don't kick me. Don't kick me. On the earring, as soon as Hondo starts doing this, just quietly be like, there's a fucking dragon. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. There's don't also a dragon outside. Do not freak out. Well, Mary just said, what was that? Mary was talking in my ear when you were talking. What? Don't freak out. Did you say there's a dragon outside? Yes. Did you say there's a dragon outside? He's my what? buddy. Oh, okay. What's up then? Oh, come out. Can I Can put some shit? Some I'll grab Ethereus, just like put my belt on. I don't have time to put my armor on, I bet, but I'll just walk out in my little cloak. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Jurasco, this is Valentine. He is our inventory guy. I see. So you carry the books. Sir, it is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, you are looking for books? I am looking for something you can offer me that I cannot take from your corpses. Well, of course, I think you are all powerful. You could slay us at any moment, but the one thing that you wouldn't be able to get from us is what we've learned through our travels, encounters with other dragons like you, encounters in the other planes. We do have information, sir, and we'd be honored to share some if you were to do the same. Make a persuasion check, but at disadvantage. As soon Feels as fair. Feels fair. <laughs> as soon as he takes a break, too, I would radio just be like, what we've learned so far, null intrigued, and he at least knew who that was. I'm gonna tell 11 that. and 7, 7, persuasion? Mm-hmm. Uh, 22. I'm gonna let Valentine know. Uh, by the way, we I asked him about uh, Null and uh, Caesarian. Caesarian, sorry. Uh, Caesarian and, sections? Just he has a Caesarian cut? Yeah. <laughs> Casterian, sorry. Casterian. Uh, long night, long night. Uh, I asked him about them, uh, so he won't tell us unless we give him something. That's okay, it. sure, great. Did you offer him something already? I j- I've just spoken to the man. Oh, you're talking to Hondo? No, <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking to that big thing. Okay. You, Hondo, have you offered this this guy already something? I've made some suggestions and- uh, Lana also, you feel your fear forth. fades slightly at this point. Um, <clears throat> the dragon takes to the sky very suddenly in just a <laughs> that a, a blast of his wings that almost pushes you all back uh, as he just kind of takes off uh, and just begins to kind of just hold himself aloft and says I hear many fancy words but not enough to intrigue me more. I need something concrete, or I will melt your bones where you stand. I just got up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Gord has all sorts of fucking magical insane shit. Valentine doesn't know the word tenebrious, right? Like, the first thing that pops into my head is just saying the word tenebrious. <laughs> you have heard Gord say it. But I don't know the significance. I you just know, know what Gord. it means. Um, say, Gord, do you have any books? 
Oh fuck! This is so dumb. I'm like, have you heard? <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> have you heard of the Scourge Heart? A familiar Drake such as yourself, Null, possessed it once. Um. Yeah, he kind of. There's like a low rumbling chuckle. Also, to to point out, it's currently raining on all of you. As yeah, you just squinting in the rain. Uh, um, and through the storm, uh, you kind of, again, kind of lose sight of this dragon's kind of position as, like, he just kind of blends into the dark cloud above. You hear a rumble that sounds first like thunder, but comes across as a draconic chuckling laugh and says, Scourge heart. I have not heard of that in some time. Do you have this with you? It would not fit for us to carry, but we do know the location of where we secured it. That is information I can work with. And he lands back on the ground uh, in sight of you all and says, the now. He looks to Hondo and says, You indeed have encountered things beyond my initial expectations of you. To be honest, a lot of people don't expect a lot from him. It's, yeah, he's the worst one of us. We've seen many, many horrible things and many good things. Uh, but, uh, I've seen more. I see. So. Do we have a deal? What is it you wish to know? We were curious to know more about Castirian. Perhaps if you know about the Scourge Heart, you also know about the Keeper, Keeper Scythe. He looks down at you all, kind of just like moving this like snake-like neck, just kind of back and forth looking about and says, The Keeper's side is not something I know of, but I know some of the city you speak. For information about this city, you will give me information of the Scorchard's position. We will, sir. Kind of like looks for a second and says, This is good. May I also add one addendum to that? I may have one myself. Would you like to would you like to go first? After you. I was only about to add we would like to leave here with our lives if that is in your favor after sharing this knowledge. It is possible. My addendum. Mm. I will need something to transport my old. 
Your blue friend spoke of a bag of olden. I wish for this bag as well. You want a bag of holding to transport your horde. Wouldn't I don't mean to speak ill, but I just want to be clear. Your horde is probably expansive and massive. Do you think it would all fit in one of these puny bags of holding? The things I care about will. Do we have an accord? Let me be clear. You only want the bag. Not what's in it? Let me speak to my associates, if you don't mind. Just kind of drifts, and for a moment you watch him, and then you, like, blink for a moment, and it seems to have disappeared. Uh, Gordon, you also possess a bag of holding. I possess a bag of holding. We could part with one of these to part with our lives this night. Hondo, great to meet this guy. Where did you fucking run into him? We ran into a couple of jokers and they were going to steal his stuff. We followed along and uh, let's say they didn't turn out too well. We're okay. Gord, what was that? You looked down in your helmet. For nothing, I'd just rather not part with my bag of holding. <laughs> How much space do you think you have in your bag of holding? We have a lot of shit. I'm also very worried about just emptying out our bag of holding. Yeah, how are we gonna carry everything? Am I still visible? Uh, it lasts for an hour, I believe. Oh my god. Uh, well, during this conversation, I'm gonna sneak in and find my shit, because I'd imagine I didn't carry all my shit with me. What's gonna, gonna You said get... you grabbed your swords. Yes. I'd, well, I, I want to grab the dragon sword just in case, which would probably be with the rest of my stuff and not hey guys. at all times. Do you keep, sorry, just for, for clarification, do you keep your all your swords on you or do you not keep one in the bag? I thought I kept one, like the sword, just the dragon sword that I'm not using in my pack. Oh, okay. I thought you, I, I mean, it doesn't make a huge difference, but I was under the impression you kept your kind of third sword with Valentine and you had Mage's Bane and Tamora's Edge on your person. Uh, I don't know. I always just thought I had those two, like, equipped, and, like, that would be on my belt, but I would keep anything else in my bag, because for this very specific reason of, oh, shit, we ran into a dragon, I don't want to use an action to take shit out of the bag holding. Yeah, it's, it is just one of the things of, like, it's not in a bag, it's, like, a secondary on your back. It's, like, strapped to my pack, probably exactly. securely, so you can't just yank it out in the middle of combat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, I'll go on the earring then, slightly. Uh, how far away is the dragon right now? I could wing out. <laughs> Make a perception check. I'm rolling good tonight. Uh, 22. Um. Sorry. Oh, that's the wrong thing. That's why. Uh, you look up in the stormy sky above, and for a moment, you are really not sure. Uh, and as your group is kind of gathered back towards the, the dome, you see like a flash of lightning kind of uh, illuminate far off in the distance. But from it, the light, you do see the faint shadow 
of a figure uh, about 50 feet in the air, kind of directly above the wall of stone. So it may or may not be within earshot because we don't know how good his hearing is. Um, I'm going to say kind of quietly then to Valentine, I'll say it in Elvish, just he probably fucking speaks Elvish, but may as well add an extra layer um, and just say, this is the plan to send him to my old friends. This is my I'll first s- fucking thought. I'll say back in Elvish, um, it's the Adversal Mountains where we keep it, right? A very specific place. Kind of hard to find and kind of hard to explain, but we can make it work. I also have another play. I'll go to the bag of holding. Can I go to the bag of holding, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Reach inside, pull out the chest that has the soul coins from the devil. That's take out a good idea. Take out one soul coin, put it in my pocket, and then put it back in the bag of holding. And I'll come back outside. <laughs> okay. I think I have something to barter with. We'll see how this goes instead of a bag of holding. Sorry, so you're keeping the bag of holding in the hut and bringing the chest of now three soul coins. No, no, no. I wanted to, uh, one soul coin, leave it in there. You're okay. bringing one soul coin with you outside. Yeah, take one soul coin, put it in my pocket, put the chest back in the bag, leave the bag inside. Okay. I look at Valentine and I say, I have a backpack. <laughs> Do you think we can convince him it's a backpack? I thought about it. I thought about it. But you know what? We do not want to deceive someone of this power. I I would create a phantom bag of holding. No, guys, guys, this is a true. I think we're really on to something. No, this is a true soul, and we are going to barter with them from the kindness of our heart. We're going to tell him where the scourge heart is, and we're going to give him something that he thinks well, we know will be of value. Mm-hmm. No tricks, guys. No tricks. If your thing doesn't work, we're trying our thing. If our thing doesn't work, we're going to keep pleading, and we're going to make sure that if Disco is my witness, that (laughs) we're going to get out of here tonight. Okay? (laughs) That was great. Very ghost stuff. I am not stealing his stuff. Excuse me, great Jurasco. The heavy land just... (laughs) to the uh, east of your hut. The creature makes its way around and says, So you've come to an agreement then? I hate to be a nuisance. It's just... I want to present something else to you that I think might interest you more than a silly bag of holding. My patience is wearing very thin with your group. And I apologize. I expect that's mostly based on my blue friend's fumbling attitude. But here, let me cut to the chase. We just came into possession of one of these after winning a gladiatorial combat in hell. This, as I'm sure you know, is a soul coin currency of the nine hells. Make a persuasion check. With advantage. (laughs) Don't call that shit. You're going to ruin it. (laughs) We're going to get disadvantage from that shit. (laughs) On the arena, I'll go, actually, Hondo did surprisingly well. (laughs) 
Where was my good dice? Oh my gosh, you have so many dice. Where did it go? There it is. Okay. All right. I think that is 26. Right? Yeah. He gets close and says, Very well. Put it in the bag of holding, and I will take that as well. Oh. Now, where is the score chart? The score chart. <clears throat> the score chart kept Null alive. He was using it to power his body through all these years. I know how it works, boy. Where is it? So, of course, we requested to retrieve it because we know of its importance. Once we did, we were then tasked by our master, Raymond Borales, to hide it with his special unit of soldiers, the Eldrazi, in the Adversil Mountains. It is northwest of the Kel Desert. Are you, are you familiar with that place? Make a deception check. <laughs> Twenty-five. Okay. I don't know what space doing. He says, "Very well. Under what containment is it kept?" Are you familiar with the Eldrazi? They're a group of assassins, but some of them have arcane powers as well. I admit I am not. I have not been of this world for some time. They would be nothing to you, but I just wanted to prep you. They are warriors who train. They're trained in stealth and skill and assassination. Their arcane users are decent. They have a, a fortress there. It is hidden in the peak of the mountains, but I would expect someone of your great age and perception should be able to find it. Very well. I shall verify your words and return in two days' time. And then you would give us knowledge. We would give you the bag and our deal would be complete. That's agreed. If I find you have deceived me, however, none of you will survive. May I say one thing, sir? Perhaps. As you saw by our stone dome here, we are able to use our magic to change our surroundings. We would be happy to seal off your own cave in this way to ensure that no filthy thieves try and come in and steal it. You see for a moment as you talk about the, the wall of stone and your magical capabilities, <laughs> like a flicker in the eye as it like flares open for a moment like a, a surprise. And he says, Among you are powerful arcanists. Among us, uh, we have some skill. It's just, you know, to escape the gladiatorial rings of hell. 
as we had. Yes, we can use magic and wield it well. Make a persuasion check. Better. Just getting better, Valentine. 30. There you go. <laughs> Perhaps a new agreement may be made then. Hmm. I am in need of an arcanist. Perhaps among your group, you may be able to lift this curse of shadow that is on my form. This is a, a curse placed upon you. I thought it was part of your magnificence. Years of exposure to the Shadowfell has tainted my form. If you are as skilled as you say, perhaps you may free me of this curse and I again will not tear you down and indeed you shall not see me again. It feels, it saddens my heart to think of that and already establishing this great rapport, but we, okay, yeah, 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 we will. Okay, so uh, we would be more than happy to you try and leave. just like flare of smoke trailing off of him. Yeah. We would be more than happy. We would be honored to try and leave you of this curse. And he kind of sits back, wings down. On with it then. First, I will need to cast from my very puny spell book a spell to help me identify the curse so I know what is required to remove it. He kind of gives you a wary eye for a moment and says, Very well. I will just have to go back to my pack and get my spell book. Okay, okay. Hey, so I'm going to try and remove this guy's curse that makes him really shadowy and scary. So that's going to take about 10 minutes while I cast my figure out what a curse is. And then uh, I'll let you guys know what the next step is. So you guys have 10 minutes while I figure this out. Fuck. I will <laughs> grab my spell book look at some of my shit, <laughs> just put the pearl of power in my pocket, uh, and just start walking back with the spell book. Okay. Uh, yeah, Hondo? <laughs> no, I, I, I question, um, so the dragon's occupied right now? Like with He seems to be <laughs> waiting for Valentine, yeah. Don't fuck me, pal. This is the time to figure out solutions, not more problems. <laughs> so I'm going to walk over to Lavender. And okay. I'm this guy's gone. Let's check out that horde. You want to go? You want to go where that guy came from? Yes. You want to tell anybody you want to do that? No. Honda, you know you think I, I'm directly beside you. I'm, right here. <laughs> I'm usually so on board with the things that you do, but this guy's big. 
tell me one thing why I should do this with you. Because I have a feeling the things that he have uh, could probably transform us into undefeatable beings. To be honest, I'm not convinced at all. <laughs> uh, but I'm in. Let's go check it out. <laughs> okay. We'll wait for the right moment. Oh, uh, God. God. So you guys have 10 minutes to figure out a better plan than this. Let's keep the brainstorm moving. Uh, over the next 10 minutes. What time of night is this? Can I just know? Like how far into the night is it? Like maybe midnight. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> uh, Valentine, make an arcana check for me. Okay. I was going to legitimately cast and identify. I know it's probably not going to do anything, but I just wanted to make myself look busy doing stuff. Yeah, you go through the 11-minute the ritual of identify. Um, but what's your arcana check? 24. Okay. In that 11 minutes, as Valentine is doing this, is the party doing anything else? Uh, Gord, any ideas? This is dark, weird magic shit. You know about dark, weird magic shit, right? I'm trying to think also, of- I'm over here. Sorry, you can't see me, but I'm, I promise I'm right here. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something, but I don't really have much. Do you have anything in your super secret book that none of us know about? Because I think there might be an ability in the super secret book that none of us know about. So I Be just read. I read that. Be specific. <laughs> I don't actually know. I just remember hearing something about it. But read, read the the description on that book to see if there's anything that can help us. My God, is there a dominate monster? Some take control, kill dragon. Hondo and Lav, are you guys making your way over to in down into the riverbed while Valentine's doing this? Identify. Yeah, sure. Yeah, are you, are you about that, it's not a run it's no. like uh guys, it's like can, we're you, just going for a walk guys you Casual can make yourself saunter. super stealthy you can make yourself super stealthy with your magical abilities just uh, a heads up god just get take weapons with you for god's sakes in case this turns into a shit show it is about to turn into I a know. shit show <laughs> If he if he sees you guys going towards this horde, he's just gonna all bets are off and we're fighting this asshole with no, most of you with no armor on. I'd imagine, Hondo and I were on first watch, right? Yeah. You probably still have your shit on. I was like, say first watch, I wouldn't have taken my shit off until again. Time to go to bed, but we take my shit off. Probably, maybe you're just hiding in that. I mean, I guess you don't wear armor now that you're a barbarian, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Lavender or Hondo, are you guys doing anything or just starting to walk casually? Just. Oh, you go ahead. Hondo, what is, uh, what's the play here? I say we, we slowly make our way towards the cave, but we don't do anything until we know when he goes. Because I don't think 10 minutes is enough for us to go in and get out. I say we wait till after he's gone. So he's going to fly away. Hmm. And we go right in. Okay, I am warming up to this idea a little bit. I think we should wait to see what Valentine does with this thing. But if it looks like it'll take longer than 10 minutes, I say we go take our chance. Oh yeah, if he's just like blah, 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 like he always is just going on and on and on, I say we go. We just say, sorry, I gotta go to the bathroom. 
I don't think ten minutes is in that guy's vocabulary. To be I know that guy is so crazy. I know. What did he do? Read dictionaries as a kid? Yes. <laughs> Wild. Okay, that's the play, and uh, I'll catch you on the flip side. I just like walk back to everyone else, being like, "I'm not fucking going there." <laughs> Well, Valentine's about seven, eight minutes through his ritual now. Mm-hmm. Ando, are you beginning to make your way across the river? Their play now is to wait. Wait mm-hmm. till the, Oh, I thought they were going to make the way over and then just wait over there. But okay. we're, by the we're, up, we're by the river, but we're not going to cross it or anything. Here. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in that case, uh, Val, you finish the ritual. And as you begin to cast the ritual, you realize... There's identify only works on items. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Works on creatures. <laughs> yep, hundred uh, percent. Very quickly, you still cast the spell for more of the show of it than anything, uh-huh. but it gives you a chance to get an up close kind of look at this creature. Um, and essentially, while your identify spell is doing nothing, your like your bardic knowledge is doing the work for you and you're starting to learn a little bit about what this creature is and piecing together what it is um, he made mention of. Um, You get a look at what looks like a true chromatic dragon Mm -hmm. um, that when tainted by long-term exposure to the Shadowfell um, with no means of escape Uh, potentially through uh, imprisonment or being trapped there, being born there, uh, they become what is known as a shadow dragon, uh, literally transforming their forms uh, and imbuing them with both the power and the malaise and apathy of the shadow fell. They lose a lot of, if they weren't already born there, if they were transformed there, lose a lot of the luster and and power uh, and and uh, kind of not intelligence necessarily but um, I guess potentially confidence of a true dragon um, that would a normal chromatic dragon uh, and this indeed does seem like a figure a creature that is about anywhere from 800 years old plus. Um, and incredibly, certainly powerful, um, imbued with the energies of the Shadowfell, though not born there. It seems uh, transformed, and hence his hope to cure what he calls a curse. How big, how big are we talking? Huge. Uh, about 20-plus feet in height by from, you know, when he sat on hind quarters up to neck but when fully stretched out like probably 40 feet in like full length wing a uh, wingspan of 30 great <laughs> an impressive Im- uh, immense creature yep uh but 11 minutes passes and your ritual comes to an end with no nothing more than what i just said so just to recap we don't know, well, Valentine doesn't know. This thing's probably not actually a curse, but it's just like some bad that's happened over time, and we have no idea how to remove it. More or less. 
Uh, with what was the you roll a twenty four on Ar- Arcana? That's correct. Um, yeah, I would say you're not sure in terms of like what you could do to correct it, um, but you know that it is from it is as, as said a, a exposure to the Shadowfell over a period of probably hundreds of years, given his age. All right, I'll finish up. <clears throat> I'll just. What's, what do you do now? You've been exposed to the shadow fell. I can tell it placed its tainted darkness upon you, and I think I have a way forward. You see the eyes kind of open a little wide. Then do it. It is a delicate spell. We can't do it out here in the rain. In the rain, excuse me, exposed to these elements, we will have to go back inside your safe hoard. Make a deception check. Not as good. Nineteen. Ooh. Um. He immediately just grows as large as he can, just flaring himself out, head staying equal height to you, but you just watch the body just grow around and the wings just unfurl. It says, I do not let any in my home. We do it here or we do it not at home. And do it fast. I am growing hungry. Okay. I need two things from my bag. One, water from the Feywild. Two, a specific remove plane curse scroll. Can I tell that Valentine's being bullshitty here? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> Just being like, like none, none, of these, none, of these, none of these things are real. We're definitely going to end up fighting. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just... You see the the hackles up, you know, like he's not he's not as comfortable with the situation anymore. Uh, he seems to be kind of pulling back a little bit, but you see, um, you see that there's still where most dragons would have snapped at you. Most dragons would have just started with the fire and burned you alive. He wants this. Can I, um, in the time when I've been like kind of moving around and watching people? Has he ever glanced my way? Like, can I tell if he's seen me? Um, make a per- make a perception check, kind of retroactively. Okay. Oh my god, I'm rolling so good, and it's going to be the same as last time. I'm rolling good on this, and then if we get into a fight, I'm going to roll like trash. Uh, twenty-four. Uh, I would say that he you've recognized the fact that he has looked across everyone and has made note that there is a a presence in your spot, but didn't necessarily meet your eye, but like definitely could sense you are, are around. Okay, cool. Just curious. Um, I got nothing else to prep. Okay. (laughs) I'll keep an eye on Valentine. Happens here then. So for, for my understanding then, Everyone is now, as Valentine goes and gets his stuff in the bag, in the wall of stone. Well, 
Uh, I'm not going to stay in the wall of stone. I just want to make sure that I can see. So give me your positioning then, everybody. Where's the dragon again in terms of the wall of stone? Would be south of the the dome by about 10 feet. Okay. Uh, Fuck. Well, where's everybody else going to be? I'm invisible, so I'd probably end up ranging myself, spreading out from where everyone else is because no one can see me. Just curious where everyone else is actually standing. Hmm. Were we all still clustered together? My understanding was everyone was in, in the dome unless saying otherwise. We, the river, right? we like walked kind of away. Yeah, guys... the, the riverbank? Yeah, but just mm-hmm. kind of like, it just looks like we're over there like skipping stones, like digging around. Like we're not really doing anything. Are you going down into like the base of the riverbank or still up on? No. Okay. <laughs> It's about a 15-foot, like, step down. Yeah, that sounds like a horrible idea. I went back out to near where I was patrolling, but not near the dragon, just kind of, like, away with Keith. Sure. Uh, So I'll put you on on the riverbank as well, just a little further south of Lab and Hondo. Gord, uh, are you staying in in the Wall of Stone, or are you coming out somewhere? Uh, Yeah, I'll stay there. Okay. And Valentine's... Still sleeping. Slips in, goes back to sleep. Uh, value slip inside, and what do you get? Gord, remember how you were able to remove that curse upon the Jarl Frost Giant and allow him to see reason? I think you'll need to help me with this ritual and perhaps use your power to do the same. I can do that. Perfect. Well, I'm going to first get the water of the Feywild, and I'll reach in my bag and take out an explosive vial and put it in my pocket. Do you As have well. any? I got one. So this would be the first time one. I've ever tried to notice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think you have two, but you only have one. Yeah, but I'm only summoning one from the bag. Mm-hmm. And then um, I will take out the scroll of Plane Shift and put it in my other pocket. Okay. And then make sure Ethereus is on, make sure my cape of the Montebank is on, <laughs> and then start walking back with Gordon. Allie yeah. would have, like, grabbed your hammer, right, when I told you to wake up and go when Allie, Yeah, oh, when yeah. she's on watch. <laughs> yeah. Things, uh, at the ready, yeah, I had it at the ready. I just um, froze when he... Sh- <laughs> okay. I will stop and look at Brawly, and then just keep walking. <laughs> Uh, what was that? Oh, it's just a bunch of looks in here. What the fuck is it going to do? That doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. Um, you return to his side with your armaments uh, and Gord at your side, and he's, he looks down across you and says, I am seriously losing patience with your group. If you do not cast whatever you are about to cast now, I will not be happy. Drasco, I completely understand, and it is our honor to remove this taint of the shadow fell from your form. It is a ritual. Please bear with us while we prep it. I will take out Ethereus and start drawing a circle around him with it on the ground. Mm-hmm. And be like, Gord, please use what you used on the Earl 
when he was experiencing his curse while I prepped the rest of the ritual. And then, yeah, that's, I'm gonna, in one hand be holding Ethereus, making this fake circle as I'm walking around him. And then on the other hand, I'm gonna be clutching this scroll in my pocket and just waiting to see what happens with Gord. <laughs> okay. I shall cast Dominate Monster. <laughs> Gord, you draw forth your book of vile darkness and begin the cast of Dominate Monster. Um, both of you, as being the closest to the to the creature, immediately feel um, like cold. Immediately, like as if as if all of the warmth just sucked away, and Gord cast the spell. What's the save? Sorry, <laughs> me. Wisdom. What's your uh, what's your save DC? I've rolled a seventeen. Um, so this is attack save wisdom eighteen. Oh! Your spell begins, and you watch for the this kind of green and black energy, just like wrap around the top of the dragon's head. And for a moment, it works. And then he uses a legendary resistance to make it not work. Oh. And <laughs> roll initiative. Holy shit. We have oh, some good ideas so cool. there, guys. There were was really some really good ideas. It technically worked, and then it didn't. That's okay. It was worth Legendary trying. resistances, man. This is exactly what they're for. Fucking oh, burned one early. Dragons. I totally forgot about that existing. It sucks we legit can't help him because that would have been so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, bro. This is how I'm gonna help you. <laughs> tell you there are ways to help. I know, but not we have or that we know of. Uh, okay, I gotta move some stuff around. So let's take like five, and then we'll come back. Okay, jumping into combat as the dragon breathes fire directly onto Gord and unfortunately also catching Hondo in its breath. I need first both of you to make dexterity saving throws. Oh boy. Wait, did we roll initiative yet? Nope. What do you add to that, Hondo? Ten on the dice. Uh, my dex saving throw, you said? Oh, so 10, so 20 total. Uh, that's a fail. Oof. I got 16. Also a fail. Oh, boy. Uh, Hondo, oh, as a fail, it's still a success as part of your evasion. Uh, so you take half damage. Gord takes the full brunt of it, which makes sense as he's in its face. Um, Gord, you take 63 points of necrotic damage. Necrotic? Oh. Hondo, you take, uh, let's say, 31 points of necrotic damage. The soundtrack's already too intense. I had to turn it off. <laughs> 31 points. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. 
Or are you? I'm just now. I'm thinking out loud. Are you resistant to the product? He is. He is. That's what I'm wondering. I just was wondering that. So if you are, it's under defenses. Oh, thank the gods. On the character sheet. I thought that was only when he was being. That's, I'm trying started. to remember if he's if it's in the transformed form he gets resistance to that, or if it is a natural vengeful soul thing I wrote. It's right next to AC. Yeah, it should be a, a button for defenses. If you click that, it should bring up anything you're resistant to. Same with like conditions. I can't find it. I'm Top sorry, right of the it. character sheet? Yeah, it says it says resistant to necrotic. Okay, then Gordon, you also take 31 points of necrotic damage. And now let's roll initiative, if you haven't already. Coo coo coo! That's a broke. Add that, add that health back. <clears throat> Jesus fuck, I told you I was gonna roll like shit. 25 to 20. Uh. 22. Valentine. Hondo, no? 22. boy. So Hondo up first then. Uh, here. Uh, 20 to 15. 15. Hey. <laughs> the most precious 15. Uh, 15 to 10. 10. 14. Okay. Mary, Mary. Told you I rolled like shit. Oh boy. Uh, Allie, what'd you roll, sorry? 10. 10, okay. And, and Mary, what'd you roll total? Nine. Do you roll one or two? I rolled a four. Oh, I thought your initiative was better than that. No, my initiative is just my dex, that's it. Yeah, just straight dex roll. Which is as high as it can possibly get, but. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, as this wave, this cone of black and, and green necrotic flame and shadow just ripples across Gord's form, tattering uh, remaining clothing, uh, and you just get the full brunt of a dragon's, just full brunt of a dragon's breath in your face. Hondo, unfortunately, um, as you are kind of caught on the wave of it at the far side, uh, you take a little bit of damage, but the dragon you see begin to kick up into the air as Hondo, you are up first. Uh, for positionings uh, on the map, obviously big ass dragons here. This is gonna serve as your guys' wall of stone with this being the only entrance. Um, this, this side right here. Gord, you're sitting right down the, the barrel of the gun. Val, you're kind of hidden behind here. I don't know if you can see this okay, but you're behind the dragon here. Yep, I can see that. Uh, Ali and Keith are over here. Ali, I assume you're mounted on Keith, or were you beside him on the ground still? No, I was beside him, yeah. Okay, so you are, uh, obviously you can use your turn to mount him if you wish, but for the time being, then you are beside him. Okay. Uh, and he'll take that spot, you'll take that spot. Mary, you're kicking over in this corner here, still currently invisible, unless Hondo, actually, I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me, Kevin. Damn, already? Uh, that's part of concentration for spells, as you took 31 points oh. of damage. I need you to make a con save of 15. Uh, nine. What's your constitution save? I don't think you can save. is three, so 12. So Mary, your invisibility drops as Hondo loses concentration on the spell. Hondo, you are here. Lavender, you are beside Hondo. 
here. Dylan. Turn you. Dylan. For perspective as well, this rock up here and this rock between here is the illusory kind of tunnel. So this there's a wall here and this is kind of into that space. Uh, on both sides, obviously, it just kind of extends out into the countryside, as it were. Uh, south being the window, north being camera side. Cool? Mm -hmm. okay. south, south is window? South is window, north is camera. Uh, so east being uh, dragon side, west being not dragon side. <laughs> It's completely backwards for us, but we'll make it work, baby. We'll make it work. Cool. Okay. Honda, you're up. What do you do? Uh, I... This is tricky, because he's my friend. <laughs> um... Oh. I'm going to disguise myself as a dragon. No. Nope. Like a dragon born? Can I make myself as a dragon? Like a you can make yourself a dragon-sized <laughs> humanoid. He's so tiny. Or a You're... humanoid sized, like, dragon man. <laughs> okay. Your play here is it breathes fire at you, and you're going to disguise yourself. <laughs> okay. Directly in his view. <laughs> attack the dragon, my friend. <laughs> no, don't do that. Do this cool disguise self plan. I like it. I'm going to, yes, yeah, so I'm going to make myself into a dragon sized dragonborn. Uh, no. You can make yourself a U-sized Dragonborn <laughs> with Disguise Self. It's a first-level spell. You can only change your physical look of the size that you are. Okay, make, me self, make myself a dragon-sized human, humanoid. Can't I look yeah. over at him, I You say. can't make yourself dragon-sized anything. Lose the dragon-sized everything. You are U-sized, however oh. you want to look as the size you are. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. You need, like, major image to do what you're thinking of. That's like a fourth-level spell. Third level, but yeah. Like, uh, high-level magic, you can do that kind of stuff. You're so turning I, yourself into, like, an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn myself into... I'm going to turn myself into null. But nope. you sized. I, again, you... Size. Yeah, my size. Okay. You're still going to have, like, two arms and two legs and just kind of look like... You're going to... Okay, dude. so, Lavender, <laughs> directly in front of you, and, and Mary, to your, to your right, you watch Hondo get hit in the back and curl away from this necrotic flame. And as he turns back to face the dragon, the two of you see a black scaled standing on its hind legs with two regular sized arms uh, and a tail uh, and the kind of the horns uh, and very small wings uh, of the null dragon that you have faced on multiple occasions. Are you going undead or regular? Undead. Yeah, I, I wanted to just... Isn't null white? Null was black. Wow. It was like gray, gray like undead. It was like gray when he was undead, yes. That looks good. Leah posted oh, yeah. something in the chat. Yeah. That, looks, that looks quite good. That was like my, my whole idea of this game has changed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but a little bit more undead than that. But that's pretty good. Hondo, is that is that kind of what you're going for? I'll go for that. Okay, so yeah, you see a, basically a dragonborn of, of kind of modeled scale, seemingly undead in spaces with these small kind of draconic wings, uh, a tail uh, standing before Lavender and Mary. Uh, actually, you're not even in this uh, I don't even know if you can talk now because you're a dragon. But it's Hondo your action. Now you still have your bonus and movement. 
Can I? Um, am I able to communicate? Uh, you're still you, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna say, "You would not hurt one of your own kind." You and shout out, uh, and it, without a roll, seems to have no effect on the shadow dragon before <laughs> you, who just watched you do that. Unfortunately, uh, it doesn't seem to have any effect. Uh, this, this illusion it just uh it was an interesting attempt but the dragon is a little too uh old to be fooled by it that's your action you still have a move and bonus if you wish uh okay i'm going uh can i i can't do uh wall of water as a bonus can i nope that's an action okay then i'm going to I'm just gonna move. I'm just gonna hide behind the stone wall. Like over here? Yeah. That, that's good. 25 feet. So yeah, for also for perspective, these are about 20 feet high. So this is a 20 foot high obstruction. Um, the dragon is, we'll say 20 feet at its head. So it would give you full cover uh, at this position. Uh, I should also note actually, uh, Lavender, Gord and Honda, you notice this wall here uh, that took some of this necrotic flame, you see the actual stone beginning to like melt away under the, uh, the heat and ferocity of its dragon breath. Uh, so this wall is now also beginning to open up. That's Hondo's action and 20 feet of movement, 25 feet? Right. 25 feet of movement. Are you gonna do anything for a bonus or are you good? I'm good. Okay, uh, Valentine. Mm-hmm. Left mm-hmm. on deck. Mm-hmm. Just witness that dragon thing go down. I'm like, that was fucking weird. Um, bonus action, I'll shout to my pal Gord and be like, hang in there, pal, and inspire you. Little detent inspo. And then I will um, look at this dragon, look at the size of it and be like, we were trying to help you. And then I'll polymorph myself into a T-Rex. Okay. Uh, I have T-Rex around here somewhere. Actually, could it be a giant ape instead? Sure. I have that more readily available. It's technically a Glabrizu, but nobody knows that. A Glabrizu. Glabrizu. Takes the position of Valentine. Valentine is also now concentrating on Polymorph. Oh, why do I have so much stuff in here? Oh, music volume is so hard with us without headphones. Ha! Concentration on Valentine. Uh, that's your action uh, and bonus action to inspire. Do you stay there? I couldn't try and jump on top of it because that would be like a grapple, right? That's that's correct. Um, so if I'm if I'm within like range of it, that if it moved, I could try and strike it. That's um, actually I'll You're try and within range. I'll try and just circle around behind it. Okay, so like to flank Gord, like from Gord, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. You get to there. Uh, yeah, both within your range and its range, and end your turn. Um, yep, that's it. 
at the end of your turn, uh, its tail swings around and smacks your giant ape form and says, I knew you were thieves to begin with. And rolls tail attack. Oh, yeah, it definitely hits. Uh, 31. AC 12. Got it. <laughs> uh, the ape takes 16 points of bludgeoning damage. 16? Okay. Let me write I need this you down. to make a con save as well. Yeah. Let me start tracking this guy's HP. Uh, oh, one fifty-seven. Subtract sixteen. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, you're good. Uh, yeah. Unless I get above twenty points of damage in a single round, which if you get into a flame, uh, very well could. Uh, you only really got to make a DC ten. Okay. Uh, but that is a legendary action he takes, uh, and his turn takes us to Lavender. Gord, you're on deck. Lavender! Um, okay. So, first of all, I'm going to Tides of Chaos. Okay. What for? Because I'm going to be casting a spell, and I want advantage. You got it. Cool. After, I have a question as a DM question. After I cast this, can then I also, my reaction is bend luck, so I want to bend luck for their disadvantage. Uh, Does that make sense? Can we check that out? I honestly always forget your abilities. (laughs) So let's just read it all together. How about that? Sure. Because very likely, probably, like you can just, as a reaction to the roll, whatever it is, you then call it. Uh, you, you don't need to preface it essentially, but like, so in case I roll like a 30, there's no point in bending luck because it is only a negative or it's just a, another roll. I forget. Um, it so, yeah, says when it another out. creature you see makes an attack roll on ability check or saving throw, you can use your reaction to spend two sorcery points and roll a one D four and apply yes. that number. Right. Um, as a bonus or penalty of your choice, the exactly. creature's roll. So, yeah, so if they so roll hold, a 30, it's like not useful. Exactly, exactly. So hold the call until you hear the number. But knowing that you want to do it just keeps everybody abreast. Totally cool. But you tied to chaos to get advantage off the hop for what? For disintegrate. Oof. Oh, disintegrate, you don't roll. They roll. I think it might be an attack roll. Oh, really? Uh, click on it. This is new. Do you have a sixth? A second sixth? Oh, click. I have one sixth, but it's free. I think the fifth is Wall of Stone. Yeah. Oh, it's a fifth. Fifth is Wall of Stone. Yeah. Oh, what's the sixth wall? And then six is disintegrate. Uh, You got it. Sorry, I thought your Wall of Stone was a sixth. Uh, disintegrate. You can see it range. Target a creature. Um, no, it's a deck save, so you don't need to burn the advantage thing. Okay. Oh, cool. So you just point, uh, target a creature object uh, in range. I make a dexterity saving throw. Away we go. Okay. So you point, you cast a spell, but first, wild magic surge. Ooh! Shit. This could be cool. This could be cool. Target somebody else with it. Target somebody else with it. Eleven. Oh my god. Can you imagine? Eleven. Cool. Target Hondo disintegrate. It's double ones though. 
Uh, Another dragon! (laughs) Dexterity saving throw. Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, that is a save. Uh, How how good of a save is it? A 24. (laughs) Yeah, your thing wouldn't do anything right now. At most, it bring it down to a 20, which still, I believe... Does it take half damage? What does the thing say? I believe so. Uh, It still takes, takes a hit. Yeah, on a failed save, the target takes 1D, 10d6 plus 44 damage. Yep. The target is disintegrate. Wait, a... Well, it disintegrates. If if I made it hit zero, it would literally disintegrate. But that wouldn't happen. So. I don't know if it takes damage on a save. Oh, wow. Uh, target yeah. doesn't make a dex save. On a failed save, the target disintegrates at least zero. Yeah, it's a, it's a one or done. Yeah, that's what because it's risk. it's so powerful. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I thought it I thought it had a, a half at least. That's my misunderstanding. But I mean, whatever. Um, the dragon unfortunately saves, and as you fire off an incredibly potent new magic to you, uh, you feel the necrotic and and force energy cascade out of you, and you expect it to strike its wing, and you think I'm going to tear its wings free from its form but it just passes through this shadow and translucence of its kind of where its leather of its wing would be. And unfortunately, uh, no purchase. Yes, bish. And then I say, I'm gonna need to keep practicing that one. <laughs> and then I just run behind the rock. Okay. Uh, button up against Dragonborn Hondo. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you move five, 10 feet, you move <laughs> 20 feet to get full cover behind this wall. Uh, and stand beside Honda. You could move another 10 feet if you wish to get here, uh, but you would have a little bit of more open space. You're most covered right here. Um, I'm most covered there. So just for my, the last bit of my turn, I yell, come on, Brawly, you need to get this one. We're totally messing it up, and I'm not just talking about Honda. And I inspire her. <gasps> Thank you. All right. I don't, I don't think there's a range, but you're within 60 feet, so I think it's fine. Kyle, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> we need this. You inspire Brawly with a D6. Yay! Uh, and take your, your spot behind your wall of stone as Gord, staring down the face of the shadow dragon. It is now your turn. Come on, Gordon. Um, I will move back like 10 feet. Uh, you will risk an attack of opportunity from the creature. Okay, fuck it then. I'm just gonna cast Snap Dick Static. I thought you said Snap Dick Static, <laughs> which I was super into. Okay. Uh, it's a 20 foot radius. So to not catch yourself in it, you will catch Valentine in it. I'm a big ape. It's all good, baby. Cool. Let's do it. Okay. You fire off the spell. Uh, we'll say at a point, like, I assume you're trying to hit up here so you don't hit yourself and everybody else. Unfortunately, just the proximity to Valentine will connect with him as well. You cast the spell and you fire this, this energy up and in just like what looks like a cool firework at first, a massive ripple of psychic energy radiates around. What kind of save is it? Uh, intelligence. Intelligence save. Ooh. Uh, intelligence save of 20 total. It was 19. Sorry, what if you use your thing half. here? What if you use your thing here? What? Lavender, Lavender is now out of sight. Never, never I use my inspiration? 
Uh, not oh, on a save shit. for this. Your your luck. Um, it's it's only oh, on yes. your stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he still takes half damage. Kyle, polymorph. Oh my god, we might have the same stats. Do you think it's my intelligence or the ape's intelligence? The ape's intelligence. Okay. What is the save? 19. Oh, fuck. I rolled a natural 19, but it's a minus two. <laughs> oh. That's so funny. No matter what, you would have failed. <laughs> so unfortunately, Valentine takes full damage and the full effect of synaptic static. Huh? Uh, while the dragon takes half damage and is otherwise unscathed by the uh, befuddlement of synaptic static. So Brock, roll some damage. Uh, what, so what do I roll? 4d3? Uh, wait, what? No, it should be... Val, you have the spell. It's a lot, baby. It's a lot. It is... It's like 86 psychic? What level did you use it at, Gordon? Uh, fifth level. Yeah, it says 86, but isn't it half? Uh, so you roll the full damage, and I just I just divide it by two. Because Scott has to take the full amount, and he takes half as much. 86. I see what you're saying with the 4d3 now. <laughs> uh, 23? 23. Uh, okay. Val, you take full 23. I need you to make con save as well. And our dragon suffers. 15. Uh, okay, you're good. Um, dragon suffers. What's half of 23 is, we'll say, uh, 12. Uh, and what's the secondary part of synaptic static? So I have to roll a d6 and subtract that number from any attacks or ability checks. Okay. I'm going to put this red mark on you to remind us. Of... Ooh, as well as con saves. Ooh, so throw that, D6. I don't think it, what did you roll total? Do you remember, 15? 15, so could, it could work. It could work, that's true. But I had two to my con. So it's a four, so I'm still good. Yeah, but that's good to keep in mind. Ooh, though, that spooky. Will, will matter. That is Brock's, uh, or Gord's action to cast a spell. Uh, do you stay there or do anything with your bonus action? Uh, You're right in front of it, just for a heads up. Uh, no, I'll just stay there. You got it. At the end of your turn, uh, he's going to tail attack. Let's, uh... Oh, it just knocks him prone. Never mind. That's not cool. Uh, let's tail attack Gord. I'm gonna, he swings his tail around and, oh, really? Uh, a 17 to hit you, Brock? Yep. That hits, okay. The tail swishes out from underneath as it struck Valentine, swings around and strikes you for uh, 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, it's a legendary action. And Sorry, was that, to me? was that to me again? Nope, that was to Gord. Okay. It is now Jorascu's turn. Does not seem to get its breath weapon back. So, let's see. First move is going to make a bite attack against the ape behind him. 
Uh, yeah, it's a, a 17 to hit. Your AC is super low. 12. 12. <laughs> uh, so the bite deals. You take... Oh, Christ, how do I add? 21 points of piercing damage and an additional 8 points of necrotic for a total of 29 points. Okay. Uh, constitution saving throw. Add advantage. Minus a d6. Oh, I have advantage on these. Thank you for reminding me. Oh. You're a workaster, man. Oh. Okay. T- minus d6. Oof, I'm so lucky. So... 13 plus 2 is 15. Subtract 1 on the d6 is 14? 14. You took 29 points of damage. The dc is 14. So which one happens there? You succeed. Oh, fuck. Literally by (laughs) 1. Damn! I forgot about advantage because my other one was a 1. So, thank God. Yeah, remember, you're a workcaster, which also, I don't know if you've ever done this. Like, when when someone moves away from you and you're not a giant ape, you can cast a spell instead of an attack roll, like a weapon mm. attack. It's important to read, everyone. It's an that's important second part to of read. The <laughs> that sounds uh, good. That's a bite. I'm going to strike a claw out towards Gord. Uh, can I hit Gord from here? Gord. Oh, its claw is only five feet. The bite is ten. He just got them. <laughs> Over to Gord. What's the reach of a giant eight, Scott? Uh, I think it's pretty good. Let me pull it up. Uh, I don't know if I have reach. Well, uh, what's the range of your, like, punch attack or whatever? Oh, it's 10 feet. Okay, so he still manages to maintain 10 feet space between you. Um, as he strikes Gord with a claw, uh, it's a 30 to hit, which is going to hit. Does that hit? Or do you take uh, 15 points of slashing damage? Hondo, gonna need a big move. Gonna need a big move from you, pal, next turn. Oh, oh. it danced on the edge of a 20 and fell to a 2. Got a 16, Gord? 16 AC? Yep. Oh, no. Uh, That's a low roll. You only suffer uh, 12 points of slashing damage. Yikes! And then... Takes to the sky. The beast flies up into the air, and you seem to lose it within the shadow of the storm above. Can I try and attack it on that move? Absolutely. Gord, he also leaves your range if you wish to make an opportunity attack as well. I can only make one attack, right? Kyle, I can only make one attack, right? Yep. Okay. What kind of attack? Uh, a physical one, like a weapon attack. That's a miss. That's 12. A 12 is unfortunately going to miss. Could I do penance stare? Uh, nope, that's a like an action ability. But I love the idea of you using that at some point on your turn. Sounds spooky. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that is going to end its turn and take us to Alana, Mary on deck. 
Okay, well, I was going to hit him with my hammer, but he's gone. Uh, and I can't see him, so um, I'm just going to one rage. Okay, bonus action case. goes into a rage. Okay, and um, I'm going to... Can I ready my javelin? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you want like, ready Stormcrag or just a regular javelin? Already Stormcrag. You got it. Yeah, okay, thanks. So what's, uh, sorry, do you want to move as well or do you want to hold position there? Oh, hold position there. You that way we, we're all gonna be on Keith or not on Keith? Uh, for now, I will be off Keith just in case I need to tell him to bolt it. You got it. Do you want to move Keith anywhere right now or is he cool on your turn you move him as well? So do you want him to stay yeah. right beside you? Yeah, he can stay beside me for now. You got it. So, Alana, you go into a rage and ready Stormcrag. What's the range of Stormcrag? Stormcrag is, uh, just getting it now, 120 feet. Okay. Is that the spell or the actual range of the weapon? Because that's fucking awesome. I don't recall. Oh, uh. Because one of the things Stormcrag. is lightning bolt. Yeah, like you can, do things... you want to use the lightning bolt feature of it? Like, get ready to cast the lightning bolt through it? That will give you 120 foot range. Yeah, okay, yeah, the call the lightning? Yeah. Okay. Because the other option, I think it's probably like a 30 foot range, I could be wrong. I always forget uh, javelins, they're kind of a weird feeling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. javelins aren't bad. Okay. Bring the uh, storm. So do you yeah. want to you want to hold the lightning bolt then? Yeah, I'll, I'll hold it. You got it. Uh, okay, that is gonna end Allie's turn as she holds. Uh, Mary, takes us to you. Uh, okay, I'm going to use my bonus action, uh, eye for detail to make a perception check to spot a, try to hot spot a hidden creature. You got it, make a perception check. Okay. 18 plus, what's my perception again? Six, what's that math? 24? Yeah. Wow, okay, yeah, you just beat the 23 uh, stealth I wrote. Uh, nice. You see, hidden amongst the, the darkness of the cloudy midnight sky above in the storm, 80 feet just straight up from where he was previously, you see the shadow kind of shifting around in the cloud. Okay, well, I have a feeling my regular ass arrows aren't going to do anything against this guy, and I already. You just go. Uh, I'm gonna use my action to call the Pegasus. Yeah, baby. Ooh! <laughs> Come get it. You see the the skies for a brief moment open up, and uh, a thin thin column of golden light cascades down just in front of you, and through the light just whoosh, descends and canters to a stop in front of you. Mira. Okay. All I have left is movement, so I'll get on. So half move to mount. Yep, and her move is probably eighty. Where is it? Oh, it's under extras. Mm, it's probably ninety. Ninety. Um, so forty-five so, feet left. Yeah, forty-five feet. I'll go up about twenty. End of sentence? Yeah, I, I don't think I'm... I just want to potentially get out of a line or a cone. Actually, you know what? I'll move slightly towards the window 
and out towards the side of the table there. Okay, so five, ten, You're fifteen, east. twenty. Like yeah, there. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the dome. Okay. And that's my turn. That's all I can do. Okay, so you are. Uh, I'll call out. Uh, Eighty feet up, can't hide forever. Okay. That's it. That's the end of Mary's turn. That takes us to Honda. Come on, H. Valentine on deck. Oh, dragon on dragon in the sky, yes. <laughs> Fly up there, H. Uh, no. <laughs> but... He's still on the carpet, though, pal? No, he's long off the carpet. Dragon on the carpet? <laughs> guys have been, the carpet is around, I would say, uh, in the dome, we'll say. That makes the most sense. We're really close, though. Can you see me? You are not Can you sure. see him? <laughs> you don't see him on the battlefield at the moment. Mary just shouted that he was 80, 90 feet up above us. Yeah, so he's up in the clouds, more or less. You can hold an action, just as, well, yeah. I'm thinking, that, yeah, I'm going to hold, and okay. I'm going to do, actually, no. Uh, wait, yeah. You can't hold, hold any movements. you got to move and bonus action first. Can I use my bonus to move as well? Like a, yeah, you could dash, 100%. I'm going to dash to his cave. Okay. I like this play, honestly. Though it is kind of like you're running away from the fight. I guess that fits. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. <laughs> Throw me an acrobatics check. Sure. Because as part of the move. It will draw his attention away from you guys. At the I love it. There is a good chance. <laughs> yeah. Hondo, like, you are sure-footed as a, as a pirate. You have sailed the seas. You slide down like Legolas, sliding down on in like two towers, sliding down on the on the shield down the stairs. You slide down, just like skating down, 30, oh, sorry, 30, uh, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. That is 30 and 30. Yes, yeah. so you get right to the edge of the wall, uh, right onto the the mouth of the cave. I know it's kind of hard to see yourself because it's black on black there, but. I'll mark you with this blue mark here. It's a good call. Good call. You are there. Honor rolled 19 on the dice, by the way. The uh, the illusory wall still looks like like a rock. Like you don't see into the tunnel from here. You remember there being this illusion covering the space of the wall, um, and you no longer have any movement to move any further. Um, although you could, in theory, also use your action unless you want to hold your action as you head in Actually, if I can use my action to to find the rock. Or you can use your it. action. Yeah, absolutely. I will do that. Okay, make an investigation check at advantage. Do you have a, you were already through here before, but in the the rain and uh, okay, roll uh, it's a seven. Roll again with advantage. Take the higher. That is a four. So keep that seven for a total with your investigation, which is pretty good. Uh, 11, so 18. Yeah, you managed to, you remember the vague idea of where it was, and within a, within the first couple of seconds of reaching the rock, your hand passes through and you find it. Um, you now know it, it's, it's directly ahead. You have to climb up a little bit of a step, about five feet step, and you can get within the cave. Uh, but it took you the action to decipher where that was. Cool? Yep. Okay. That is gonna end Hondo's turn as he makes his way towards this cavern here. Valentine, you're up. So first the giant ape will thump his chest and then he will look, are there any 
rocks near him that are throwable. You see a large slab of stone uh, right here that uh, you see some smaller chunks kind of around. Uh, they very well could fit that. Also, there's a whole wall of stone that you can see some bits have kind of sloughed off where the necrotic flame literally melted chunks of wall. If I see rocks over to my to the window, yeah. I'll just like move over there. Mm-hmm. Maybe get up on top of that and grab one and just like hold an action to huck a rock if this thing shows up. Okay, yeah, you cannot make out where it is currently. Yeah, uh, you did hear through your ape brain oh. sky essentially, oh. so you know to look up. But I would say you have not the intelligence to make any kind of discernible idea of where. But you do know rock, and you hold the rock ready for an attack. As Ali to your left holds lightning bolt ready for a dragon to swoop low. That is your uh, held action movement, and you don't really have anything for bonus as an ape, so that's gonna be the end of your turn. Uh, it is now Lavender's turn, if she is here. She is, she's stretching. Okay. <laughs> you guys pull up a sciatic nerve on a run today. <laughs> In Lavender. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at a fifth level, am going to hold a fireball and wait. Okay. Uh, do you want to move anywhere before holding? Currently, from where you saw the creature before, you know yeah. he's flown, flown away. Actually, you don't even know that because Mary said that over the ear. But you do not see him here. You don't know where exactly he is. But this is like a 20-foot high obstruction to where he was over here. You wouldn't be able to see him. Um, DM question. Mm-hmm. If I, like, kind of go in my wall of stone, because yeah. it still exists. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you were to just spit fire from the sky, I could have a little protection from above. 100%. Cool. I'm going to put a like, hole in the one side so you could be peeking out the other side. Yeah, there's a hole. Cool. This wall has kind of got a hole in it, so you'd have a good shot out this way. You got this whole wall is the door, so you'd have a good shot out this way. Um, but you would have full block to view anything from, from this corner around to this corner and this space here, you would see zero. So if he showed I have a up- question. Yeah. So inside of the wall, the like stone thing, mm-hmm. other people's stuff is in there, right? Yeah, everyone's is stuff. Is Hondo's bag in there? Uh, yeah. So- Hondo has not said anything about picking his stuff up. Although uh, he's gone from his camera, he was on watch. So we kind of play that everyone who's on watch has their stuff on them mm. until you guys go to sleep. So Hondo, as you return, <laughs> would Hondo have his like bag and all of your stuff on you while you're on watch or would you store your backpack and traveling gear and just keep yourself light while you're on watch? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't have it with me. Then it's in the, okay. in the hut. Okay, so I'm gonna go into the hut mm-hmm. and I don't know if, this is like loud, but I'm gonna go like through Hondo's bag, mm-hmm. get the vial that I mm-hmm. gave him. I always have it on me. Oh yeah, he says <laughs> well, he does. He has said that. You. I know he said that. I wanted him to forget. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, screw it. I'm just gonna go go th- go through it and like peek out the other side. So while I'm holding this fireball, I could do the one shot. I don't have to move before taking the shot. Yeah, so 5, 10, 15, like to this corner, essentially, where the wall is now open. Yeah, but still I want, like, some cover. You would technically have three-quarter cover, which is the best amount of coverage you can get without full and not being able to see. Dope. You got it. 
fireball, fifth level fireball you said? Fifth level. Okay, holding a fifth fireball. Mm. Oh, here we go. Gord, it is now your turn. Uh, You are still in the same position, but the dragon seems to have evaded everyone's vision for the time being. Although Mary told you it's up in the air somewhere. Um, I am going to cast False Life. Okay. On myself, because I need help. At a, it's a fifth level, so False Life should be... I don't remember, honestly. Uh, can you just read it out for me? Um, I just get 1d4 plus 4 temporary hit points. But it should upcast... Oh, are you casting it through the staff, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So mark off the charges, and yeah, you get one d4. Roll a d4, plus uh, plus that for your temporary hit points. Absolutely. Dope. Four. Okay. So that's your action. You give yourself a little bit a little bit of healing. Um, you do. As a reminder, you were the one who picked up two supreme healing potions from. Mm. Um, from the crow's lair. So I would say you have those with you as well if you wanted to try and pop one of those as a bonus action. If you're really- Yeah, I'll definitely uh, take one of those. (laughs) (laughs) A good idea. It's a really good idea. Supreme is 8d4 plus eight. (laughs) Oh my God. So roll 8d4 at eight. Give yourself some HPs back. My my gourd's gonna need it. (laughs) Yeah. He took a brunt of a shadow <laughs> dragon to the face. <laughs> like a multiple times. Yeah. Oh, boy. How much did you heal? 24. Okay. Plus eight. So 32. Oh, shit. Uh, so that's your, your action and bonus. Do you want to move somewhere now? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. So just, um, you're out here. Maybe I'll move behind uh, this platform. This guy here? Behind me. Yeah, move like, yeah, on that So if you wanted, you could get in, this is is like an open wall right here. If you wanted, you could just like get inside and basically move all the way out to here if you wanted, or just kind of within the door. Give yourself a little bit of cover. Yeah, sure, yeah, inside's cool. Give yourself a little bit of cover. Uh, there, you can see, yeah, you can kind of see yourself there. I know it's black on, on black. Everything I have is black, with the exception of the actual paper. Black on black. <laughs> uh, okay. Gord heals himself, prepares himself for uh, of the coming fray, and gets within the Wall of Stone hut. That's going to end his turn and take us to Jorasco. What a rascal. Oh, yes. Dragon Breath returns. What's his passive? Mm, yeah. Honda, you weasley little fuck. Honda <laughs> uh, uh, just fucking sprinting towards the treasure. Yeah. So this is oh roughly God. where he would be. Look at the size of him. Oh, yeah, he's, a, he's humongous. He sees you two guys. Like half off camera, that's how big he is. That's how big he is. Well, he's yeah, currently up on an 80-foot little Lego stand. Um, hmm. 
precariously balanced. And all, these are just comic books under this paper, by the way. <laughs> just oh, stacks great, of great. comic books. <laughs> um, okay, 5, 10, 15, 20, 10, 30. Oh, you know what? Okay, so let's work backwards here. Jurassical. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, all right. With his dragon breath returned. We get to hit him before he hits us. Uh, I'm going to ask for your passive perceptions. Mm, I wonder what it means. An ape and Alana. 14. Okay. And me. Uh, you actually do not have sight of him from the direction you have positioned yourself. He is landing kind of back towards Valentine. Just keep waiting. And really not landing, actually. He's still kind of up in the air. He's still 15 feet up in the air, but he's coming down right there. Uh, Allie, what's your passive perception? It's 10. Okay, yeah. So the two of you did not see him first, but as he unleashes his breath weapon, uh, you will see him and then be able to use your reactions to use your actions. Got it. But first things first... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Yeah. All right. Hondo, Ape, Alana, Keith. Dexterity saving throws all around. Hondo. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's a 60 foot count, so it's huge. Well, not good for my boy, Giant Ape Val. <laughs> I rolled 17 for both of us. I'm oh, nice. 18. Oh, wow. And, really or sorry, 18. And Keith with the 17 is just 17. So 18 for me, 17 for Keith. Okay. You guys do know it's a high save if you wanted to use inspiration. <gasps> yes, yes, okay. Now, Who do you use it on? <laughs> now would be the time. You can use uh, it on yourself or you can use it on Keith. I'm allowed, I, I would allow that. I rolled a three, I'm gonna use it on Keith. Okay, so it brings Keith up to a 20. Yeah. That is still, unfortunately, a failure. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, let's use the old dice roller. Oh, no, no. <laughs> That's never good. I'm raging, but he's Keith's not. So, I'm not a rager. Do you have anything can't. like protect him? Don't you have like a protecting? I thing? will use my body if I have to. <laughs> he, he, she you does have are. something. She does have something, but that's like a to hit. Like you can add to someone else's AC, so you can mm -hmm. add to Keith's AC. But this is mm -hmm. an AC thing. Not a dex. Yeah, not a save. Nobody, nobody can see you where this is happening. See that yeah. goat. <laughs> uh, for those of you who failed, 59 points of necrotic damage. Okay, okay. Allie, that is halved to 29 Oops. for you. Okay. Keith takes the full brunt, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, Val, no did you succeed or fail? What'd you roll? You I failed? rolled like an eight. I definitely yeah, yeah, failed. You definitely failed. So you take the full 59, means you need to make a constitution save of 29. I think it's impossible. <laughs> With it, I don't know what else you, I don't know if you have inspiration or anything, so like. No. Okay. But it still doesn't matter. That's okay. Hondo, what, was your, what was your dexterity save total, Honda? 19. 
So it's a fail, but you are a rogue, so you use evasion to succeed, essentially, and therefore take 29 points of necrotic damage. I guess my question is, do I get to throw before I disform? So that was the point of the perceptions before, was mm-hmm. no. If, okay. you, if your perception beat his stealth from before, he was stealthed down towards everybody uh, and managed to, to beat the perceptions. So unfortunately... It saved my life many a time, so it's totally fine. The form is, is dropped. Um, you return to yourself. You, I would still allow... Now, you didn't have Aetherius drawn, so uh, unfortunately I would say the rock falls and doesn't crush you. That's, That's okay with me. <laughs> uh, but Alana, you now turn and see this dragon motherfucker there. Do and it. you can fire off a lightning bolt. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that. Okay. So. So. Ooh, 28 to hit. <laughs> I don't think you need to roll to hit for this. I think it just is oh, a really? straight line you send in his direction. Oh, I think there's a dexterity save to it, though, if you want to double check that on the item. Okay. Uh. Is this one benefited by a storm? No, that's call lightning the actual spell. Yeah, that was Gord's druid spell. That's it. That's, that spell was really cool. Uh, yeah, it must make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw. He actually fails. Nice! A nine total, and is gonna let it happen. Good for him. <laughs> Taking 8d6 lightning damage on a failed save. Yep. Also, is Keith alive? <laughs> um, you said he took fifty-eight or fifty-nine damage, right? So, yep. I, 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 he's down. He got cause... boosted. He got boosted when when last we. Oh, I didn't. Him up. Um, my my thing didn't. I know you said you put it in there. It didn't update. You know how sometimes some of the stuff you add oh. doesn't update on my sheet. Yeah, yeah it your, didn't. Your stuff's weird. I think he had 60 health, as I recall. Oh my god, I have one. I'm joking, I just made that up. Can you imagine? I wish. That does sound right. I I mean, I was putting him kind of in line with Fern. That's like about Fern. Like, that feels right. So unfortunately, I can't see it, so I don't know what... I'll I'll pull it up, don't worry. I'll pull it up. You you, you roll 8d6 for the lightning. Oh my god, if that is 60, hashtag bless. It's uh, d8, I think. D8, right? Oh, sorry, 8d6, you're right, 8d6. Uh, Allie, it is on there. I just opened up your character sheet. Yes, okay. 8d6 house. Oh! That's okay. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, because it says plate armor when you open up his armor class. Oh, okay. It is updated there, just you can't really tell. Large beast. What a beefy boy. (laughs) Unaligned. Fortunately, yeah. Yeah. This is a powerful flame breath, unfortunately. And At least roll. it didn't like take him down to double his health and he's actually dead. Like he's That's still saveable. Yeah. <laughs> so what was uh, the total? I rolled 17. Okay. 17 damage. You On 8d6? On 8d6? Oh, I only yeah. did two. Oh, no, like, no. You <laughs> couldn't have rolled 17 okay. on two. Like, hold on. Okay, let me do, okay, hold on. I'm redoing. Hold on. So okay, yeah. Let's start. Start fresh. Okay, start fresh. Seventeen. Hold on. There's, there's, no, there's nothing added. It's just the d sixes. Okay. Hold on. For the lightning. Yeah, just do eight for eight from scratch. 
Babe, how are those muscles? Not okay. <laughs> oh, 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 uh. 25 damage. Nice. There you go. Uh, Valentine and Alana, you watch as the lightning bolt streaks forth and, and strikes true straight to the chest of this creature, illuminating the, the rippling shadow and etherealness of this creature. However, he does not seem to take as much damage as he would have hoped. That's okay, that's okay. Yeah. At least they know. He failed the thing, so it's not a quarter, it's only half. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to pull it back. Uh, yeah. Okay. You look over, though, and do see Keith has unfortunately fallen. Okay, she mad. She mad. Is that the end of your turn? That's the end of my turn, yeah. I think that was just a reaction. That's just a reaction, that's right. Yeah. That is still his turn. Uh, but that's all of his movement and his action, so he stays. Uh, Alana, you watch as you turn back and look sorrowfully at Keith and the darkness that is kind of spreading out around him, you see coalesce and you see a shadowy ram stand where Keith once stood as the shadow of Keith rises and attacks you. Oh no! (laughs) Not good. What's happening? It strikes out to you. Bad boy. That's a 19 to hit. Uh, that does hit. <laughs> okay. Bad boy. This is going to matter. Oh, dear. What a naughty boy. Uh, Alana, you take six points of necrotic damage, reduced to three. Okay. But your strength score oh. is reduced by four. What? Oh, no. <gasps> oh, wow. So that will reduce all of your weapon attack rolls, all of your strength-based abilities, your strength by save two. by two bonus by two points total. Leah, if you can change it on her character sheet, on like the D and D Beyond ones, because Ali uses the physical one, right? I don't think I can because I'm loving as me, not you. So I, I have really... I have it on here. Yeah, I have the sheet on here. Okay. You know, just... Your strength your strength normally is twenty, right? Yes. So uh, it is. Yeah it is suddenly reduced to 16. Okay. As you feel Keith's shadow kind of reaches out and rams into you and strikes you and it's not so painful, but the fear and pain like emotionally of what does this mean for Keith? Is Keith okay? Is this an undead form of him? Is Keith alive? Strikes you further and your strength is sapped away. At the same time, Hondo has left, but two shadows emerge from the illusion around him and attack the shit out of Hondo. Uh, Oh, fuck off. Hondo, you're being attacked by shadows. Two shadows come out of the hole and move to strike Hondo. The first is a nine, which is a miss, of course. The second is a natural 20. So, Hondo, you suffer 18 points of necrotic damage. 
and not that it matters nearly as much as Alana, your strength is sapped by three. So your strength, your yeah, your strength total score. What's your strength score on D and D Beyond? Uh, where would I find that? So under like all of your ability scores, whatever your what's the number with your strength? Like a sixteen? Okay. Uh, yeah, um, three sixteen. Yeah. So it is essentially reduced to thirteen right now. Ooh. So somewhere keep keep track of. Uh, all of that. But that is going to end their turn. As Hondo, you see these two shadows, you almost recognize them. They look familiar, uh, and you can't quite place where, but they are harrying you on either side. As his turn comes to an end, Alana, it is now your turn. You have the shadow of Keith at your back here, and you have the big-ass dragon staring down Valentine. A little off-camera, I realize now. I did not realize that before. What do you do? Uh, she's so pissed. I'm going to attack again <laughs> with the javelin. <laughs> okay. She's just, like, blind rage now. This is just, this isn't lightning bolt, because I think that's one today. So this is just normal throw. This is right? just throw. normal. Yep. Yeah. Are you attacking straight or reckless? Uh, I'll just do straight. Okay, roll on attack. Okay. It's just the two d sixes this time. So this is you still got to roll d twenty to see if you hit. Okay. Uh, twenty four to hit. Uh, minus two for your strength. Twenty two. Twenty two still hits. Okay. Uh, so now roll, yeah, 2d6 plus the extra lightning damage. Or is it 1d6 and then 1d6 lightning damage? That's it's, it yeah. Yeah. And then plus 8 with my rage. Minus 2. Your strength okay. has been sapped. So does so the lightning damage six. need to be separate? Yeah, so roll one dice, 1d6 for lightning, 1d6 for the regular attack. Okay. So tell me the lightning first. Okay, lightning is 4. Okay, so he takes 2 points and he takes the rest total. Okay, so let's see, nice two. 11, yeah, 11. Okay, that's the that's minus your, your two strength. That's minus the two, yeah. That is pretty good still. Um, uh, yeah, for the first physical attack that strikes the creature, your storm crag strikes through uh, and you see it pierce under beneath some of these uh, plates that you can't quite make out. They still seem rippling in shadow. Uh, but that's your first attack. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull it back. Yep. Bonus action returns to your hand. Okay. And I'm going to try one more time. Throw it again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 29, 27 to hit. 27 definitely hits. Okay. Yeah, All right. So lightning damage is four. Uh, okay. So it's reduced to two again. Okay. And then nine damage. Ready? Yeah, you can begin to see uh, you're starting to starting to finally do some some good damage to him, but he's still standing pretty strong. That's your action and bonus action. Do you want to stay where you are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she'll stay beside him. You got it. That ends. Uh, ends your turn. Takes us to Mary. 
Okay. I can get up on him, right? Uh, let's see. 90 Please. feet of movement. Come on, Five, come on, Mira. 15, 20, 30, 30, 40, 40, 40, 50, 50, 50, yes, you can. Get up on him. Flying forth. Okay. Strong. With Gallery my dragon. badass dragon longsword. That I pray this is a real dragon and this actually counts this time. <laughs> Don't even put that in the DM's head. <laughs> Don't even put that out there. Because uh, I put down my other sword, so I don't even have that one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to hit him. Okay. Uh, no, there's no way to flank, right? Because Valentine's on the ground. Um, yeah, I would say, unfortunately, that he's not really threatened at the moment okay. by Val, so I would not call that a, a I'm very puny. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to try to hit him. Uh, 18 on the dice, so... That's plus 11 to hit. That's a lot. Nice. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That'll hit. Okay. That's the first attack. So no sneak attack, right? Because the mount wouldn't count as an no, ally. No, 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 no. Okay. But Val is in... He is in combat with him, but I wouldn't give you flank, but I would give you the stealth. The sneak? Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Okay. He's still so, technically an ally in combat, but he just wouldn't give you the, a proper flank advantage of the Okay, so that is uh, 1d8 plus, uh, where does it say? Big it's, money. Plus an extra 3d6 for dragon, yep. plus 2d6 for sneak. Five. Um, yeah, okay. Are you going to pour some into this? I won't yet. Okay. Because uh, most of my stuff's for really big guys. And I don't think he'll be scared of me, but I'm just going to see how this goes first. Okay. 12. 31 attack. 31 points of damage for the first hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll do. That'll do. Second attack. Natural 20. Woo! <laughs> I will well, dump something into this. Also do. Uh... I will make this a menacing attack, even though he probably can't be scared of me, but whatever. Fuck. More for flavor. Okay. Uh, so that is 1d8, 3d6, and a d10. And I rolled meh. Oh, actually, no, I rolled okay. It's 10, 15, 5, 33 points of damage. That's doubled? You like you already oh, did it? Oh, sorry. I, no, I didn't. Uh, so wait, I just picked up my dice too. So now I have to do some quick backwards math. Uh, this is 33 minus 8, six. isn't it? No, minus it's 6. six. Oh, so dragon sword. 27 times 2 is 54 plus 6. Six. 60 points of damage. Third attack. Fighter. Love it. Fighter 11 is the best. Um, hey, maybe you should keep this train going. Maybe you should just keep it going. <laughs> what, action surgeon? Yeah, why uh, not? You're right here. <laughs> 14 plus 11, so that's a 25 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay, and oh, sorry, and he, does he need to make a whiz save against me? <laughs> no. Didn't think so, okay. Uh, okay. And I'll make this one a distracting strike, though, so that the next person who hits him has advantage. Okay. 
Uh, it didn't really give me that much extra damage, so that's... 23 points of damage. Okay. Mary, I think you keep it going. Wait, with Timora's Edge? No, no, no. I have three attacks now. Oh, yeah. I haven't even done Timora's Edge yet. Fighters. Which I'm I'm doing now. Okay. I was like, yeah, that's way too much for Timora's Edge. No, not Timora's Edge. This one's Timora's Edge. Okay. Uh, 22 to hit. That'll hit. Oh, okay, cool. Keep going. Just go forever. Keep going. <laughs> I'm not going to go forever. I might need an action to help save somebody. Yeah. No, no, no. There's going to be some people dead on the floor. <laughs> you keep going to murder this guy. Tamora's Edge does, like, barely any damage against this, so we'll see. Yeah, I rolled a one. So plus an extra six points. No, seven points of damage. Okay. Uh... Yeah, a lot of damage was just done, and the dragon looks very pissed. And so do I, because I fucking always forget about something, and it kills me every time, and it would have changed the whole scope of all of this. Oh, it kills me. Oh, God. It kills me so much. Well, you're almost killing us, so... Yeah, and I'm going to keep doing that. Uh, That's okay. Don't don't say anything, Scott. I just did, like... 100 points of damage. It was great. Let's just not anger the DM. No, I'm pissed, because I fucking hate that I forget this all the time. (laughs) Is it every time we hit, I'm supposed to take damage? Nope. No, no, no. I would have just rolled a bunch of damage for you. That's different. Okay, then no, that's it. That's my turn. Okay, at the end of your turn, uh, he's going to use a wing attack against you. That's fair. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 18. That's a fail. Uh, the dragon, furious, turns, beats its wings, uh, and also make that for Mira as well. Oh, she's Mira Bell. Fail. You can uh, make it at. Oh yeah, she advantage. failed for sure. At make hers an advantage. Yeah. But she rolled a nine. Uh, no, I still think it failed. I don't know what her dex is. It's not that good. Um, what did you roll on the dice? A fifteen. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, you both. You. Flaps the wings furiously, and after this berating of damage, slicing into him with his sword crafted to cut down his kind. Furious turns, wings beat out. You are knocked free of Mira and fall prone. As Mira is knocked um, and is also knocked prone at your side. So you take an additional 4d6 as you fall. Oh, wow, that's actually really good. Um, wow. Uh, you take 34 points of bludgeoning damage. Mira takes the same. Oh, that's a big dragon. That's a and big dragon. It is going to move beside you. Not great. Actually, yes, yes, that's what it does. Mm. No, that's not what it does. I take that back. It moves 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. Uh, Can you move on a legendary action? Sure can. Oh boy. As part of this wing attack, beats its wings, uh, knocks mm. anyone, taking 2d8, uh, 2d6 plus 8 bludgeoning damage, and knocked prone. The dragon can then fly up to half its flying speed. Dang. 
that is going to end its legendary action at the end of Mary's turn. Take us back to Hondo. <laughs> I know you're in a great spot. Well, you're having a threesome with two shadows. At the start of Hondo's turn, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. This is the thing I forget. This is the thing. Dragons have a thing called Frightful Presence. Uh, plus your wisdom save, Hondo. My wisdom save is plus two, so 13. As a failure, you are considered frightened of the dragon. Something many of you should have been early on that I forgot. Hmm. Your friend. Friend? So, frightened for the actual condition, what it means. Uh, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of your fear is within line of sight. You can't willingly move closer to the source of your fear. Uh, I'm going to cast a wall of water around the entrance of the cave, like surrounding me, but covering the entire cave entrance. Yeah, so if you just put it like straight line down here, it covers the full cave entrance, hits the two shadows that are kind of around you, and would hit you, but you can breathe water, so it doesn't really matter. Cool? Mm-hmm. Do it. Uh, where'd that go? I uh, will make, how long is the wall? Uh, I think I'm just checking, but I think it's, I want to say 30 feet, but let me double check. Yeah, double check that. All right, wall of water is 20 feet in diameter, 20 feet high, one foot thick. You can make the wall up to 30 feet long. 30 feet, okay. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25. So if we go from here, all the way across to here, this whole space is now just a wall of 10 foot of water. Um, does it have any effect on creatures when you cast it? And one thing also, can I, I can walk right through it, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see, it says, any ranged weapon attack enters a wall space as a disadvantage on attack roll and fire damage is halved if the fire effect passes through the wall to reach its target. Uh, spells that deal cold damage that pass through the wall cause the area of the wall they pass through the free solid. Um, yeah, it doesn't say anything about creatures. Okay, then you're good. Uh, you Do you want to step inside the cave? Is that the plan? Yep. Okay. So Hondo steps within the illusion. I'm just going to move you up here for how far in you go. Yeah. Uh, how far in do you want to go? Uh... I'm going to go full on as much as I can. Okay. I mean, you can dash for 60 feet. Yeah, let's do it. 60. You I want to see it. that treasure. I'm going to put you there, but we'll know you're 60 feet in. Uh, at 60 feet, you have dark vision, but you do not see any treasure just yet. Okay. You can see the tunnel just continues a little ahead of you. That ends Hondo's turn. And distraction. takes us to Valentine. At the top of your turn, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. You got it. You got it. Mm, probably not. Probably not. Eight on the dice plus three, 11. 
that is a failure. You are considered frightened. Um, that's okay. It's a pretty spooky time. Yeah. So how close is this dragon to these two shadows? Uh, it's difficult to see because this is about a 15 foot down gap. You're up a little bit. Um, I don't even think you know that they're there. Don't you worry about it. How close is that dragon to my girl Brawly? He is technically still flying up a little bit. Uh, he is within uh, 10 feet. Okay. Basically, I'm thinking of doing a fireball, but I'd not like to hit her. Can I like angle it at like up higher to try not to hit her? I should also actually point out at this point, reminding me of fireball, Lavender, he is now within your line of sight. Dope. Oh. Dope, good call. I know. I'm literally just waiting for the answer to this question. Which is, uh, okay. can you shoot it? Your question. <laughs> yeah. No, you can shoot it. I don't want to hurt Brawly though. Uh, so basically he's flying at the level of her. If you were to guys were to hit the top of him, it shouldn't hit her, but it might hit Keith. Hmm. Well, Keith's being a little bit of a dick right now, and I'm pissed about it, so I'm going to release it. Okay. You go first. Lavender fires off a fireball. We said fifth, right? Yep. Fifth. So that's 10d6, deck 17. Okay. I feel like this guy is such a high like. Uh, dexterity save of 19. It's okay, that'll be half of this. You watch as Lavender's fireball finally, you're I holding it. Luck. Uh, yeah. So you can roll a d4. Spend two sorcery points, roll a d4. I rolled 19 total. What's your spell right. save? 17. Okay, roll a d4. Come on, baby. Two. That takes it to 17, he's... which is a success still. Yeah, he still succeeds. He does. That's okay. Roll damage. All right. Before you roll damage, as you release the fireball, you've been holding this energy pent up, ready to fire, roll a wild magic surge. <laughs> this would be a cool moment to do it. It's so pent up. Come on. <laughs> <sighs> Again, don't roll that dice because as the fireball ignites around his skull, he just shakes free, seemingly immune to the fire. Wow, that is such a buzzkill. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, never mind then. You watch as the fire cascades around, and unfortunately, Allie, mark off one death save for Keith. Ooh! I guess he's a dragon, so yep. fire. He's a dragon. I wasn't going to do a fireball with you. But you uh, said fireball. Val. Yeah. It's still your turn. Yeah. And as you begin to prepare the idea of a fireball, you watch it. <laughs> Cascade off of his form and seemingly do no damage. Oh. So let me check. You're somebody. also frightened of him and cannot move closer. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Do I see young Keith dead on the ground? That you do. You also see a shadowy specter version of him fighting Allie. Mike, that's strange. Um. Let's try and see if this works first. I'm gonna level one healing word, Keith. Okay. I'll say, wake up, sweet prince. Uh, roll your roll your your healing. It's damage. <laughs> uh, nine. Uh, okay, Keith, Ali, you notice some of the singed fur kind of stop singeing 
uh, and a breath returns to Keith's chest. What about Shadow Keith? Remains. Okay, okay. But Keith is now prone but conscious at nine hit points. Okay. That's your bonus action. Thank you. (laughs) Give a little wink, trembling with fear. Um, So I could cast a third, but I don't really have any good thirds. I'm going to throw three Eldritch Blasts at that guy. You got it. At disadvantage. Nope. They, oh, at, at, wait, at Keith guy or the dragon? I assume you meant the dragon. That's my mistake. <laughs> I did mean the dragon. Yeah. So the, first, the first one's a straight roll because you have advantage for me. Oh, true. Does fear give disadvantage? Yeah. Disadvantage oh. on attacks on anything as long as he's in your line of sight. This oh. is correct. I just want to... The first one's a straight, would be a straight roll because yeah. I gave someone advantage. That's right. It's kind of like guiding bolt. Um, how many turns would it be from when Gord did synaptic static? Three? Uh, three or four? I think only two rounds. I, these, turn, these rounds take a while. I think it's only been three rounds total. Three rounds, that feels right. So I still have, uh, still muddled, have this effect, yeah. muddled thoughts, so I'm going to have to subtract the d6 from these attack rolls, too. Okay, yeah. keep that in mind. Okay, How long so does that last? A one minute. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a while, then. <laughs> that's 10 I rounds. I know, it's a good spell. So it's yeah. been three. Okay. We cool Do you with not that? save or fr- you shake that off at the end of a turn? Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, I can. The target can make an intelligence saving throw at the e- end of each of its turns, ending the effect on a success. Okay, so roll for the end of your last turn. 18. 18 total? Yep. Well, 18... Plus your intelligence plus, save. Yeah. So 20. That's a success. Gord, I believe your spell save is a 19. 16. 16. Spell save DC? I think 20 beats it no matter what. I think you're good. I think you're good. 19, sorry. That's good. Yeah, I I thought so. Okay, so first roll is straight because of Mary's thing. That's right. Ooh, so it's a 25. That'll hit. Okay, next one's at disadvantage. That's correct. Uh, Natural one. And then last one. Uh, Does a 19 hit? 19 just hits. Okay, so two hits. Two hits. So this one and this one. Oh, I thought that was a seven. Uh, so six and 13 is 19. Okay. Uh, 19, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see two of them smash into the side of the creature, and he is beginning to look bloodied if he could bleed, but it is more just seeping of shadow and, and energy. But he's starting to look hurt. Starting to I will, breathe a little heavier. I will then uh, ungracefully just try and take shelter behind this rock, like move towards e- I think it's east on yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Easy enough. Gives you a little bit of cover uh, and you're able to position yourself there. End of your turn. Can I shout something? Yeah, of course. Uh, I will shout, that's it, Hondo, steal all his treasure. Okay. 
at the end of your turn, he's going to take your legendary action and smack Allie with a tail attack. While she's holding her child? I don't care. He's a dragon. The big meanie. Uh, 18 to hit Allie. Oh, okay. Does that does that hit your AC? That hits. <laughs> uh, you take uh, 16 reduced to 8 points of bludgeoning damage. And okay. that's the end of his legendary action. And to Valentine's turn, it takes us to Lavender's turn. Lavender! We need I'm to gonna cue go. up that song every I'm time. Gonna I'm going to go fourth level magic missiles. Mm, that's a good I idea. I am like, what is happening? <laughs> you got it. These auto hit, no save. So roll 4d4 plus 4. Or probably 3d4 on a 1, 4d4, 5d4, 6d4 plus 4. Or six. How many is that? One, that's two, five. that's five. <laughs> so I think, I don't, oh, here's one. Oh, here's one. Okay, whichever one you want. Great. Okay. Come on, D4s. I'm gonna go all in one, maybe. Come on, D4s. A little ASMR. One. Pretty good. Plus three is four. Plus four is eight. Plus four is 12. Plus one. 13. 13. <laughs> Plus four is. Seven. Well, wow. I was literally just waiting. Seventeen. Seventeen. Is that <laughs> plus the six? So that was just the roll. Seventeen plus six. So plus Twenty-three. Six. Mm, magic. Oh, angry. <laughs> uh, oh, that's actually I did my math wrong. Okay, yeah, you watch six. Uh, all of these uh, sparkling lavender-tinted crystals stab into this shadowy figure's torso. Um, I want them to be like all around him so he bends and twists as they hit his body. Absolutely. And they do so. And they do. That is the action. Uh, Did or anything? Bonus or movement. You are currently three-quarter cover within the dome, but the wall before you is starting to kind of cave away, giving you only half cover at this point. I'm gonna kind of like go back into the coverage, like on the other side where the original opening actually is. Yep, standing beside Gord, kind of. But in I can the open. still like see where the dragon is. Hopefully, you can see him, but he would definitely have cover against you if you tried something that wasn't an auto hit or something like that. And then I'm going to inspire Gord mm. and say, "Come on, my little kitty." Where is Gord? He's right beside Lavender. Oh, cool. <laughs> I didn't see him. Uh, okay, that is going to end Lavender's turn. And Gord, you're up. Tight, 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 tight. I will, with inspiration, hey. cast um, Hold Monster. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say you move a little closer just to get out the, the view, and you can see him directly forward. Uh, and I'm gonna roll. What kind of save is that? Wisdom. Oh, that's a natural 20. Oh! I'm sorry. Fucking dragons. I've not been rolling great, but every now and again, there's a couple of good ones that kick up. Oh, a good idea, though. I have, like, a dice cam. I always feel bad, like... Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I... I'm being honest. Anyways, unfortunately, the hold does not hold, 
this legendary dragon, the Dark Inferno remains. That's your action. Are you doing anything with a bonus? Or are you going to move anywhere further? You've moved basically only 10 feet to cross the, cross the chamber. Do you want to stay within? Yeah, I'll just stay there. Okay, do you want to do anything for a bonus or no? No, I don't really have anything. Okay. Is your um, summon your motorcycle a bonus action? The Phantom Steed is definitely an action. Oh, okay. I just want to see it. I just want to see it one time. It'll happen one of these days. <laughs> uh, okay, that is going to end Gord's turn, correct? Yep. Okay. Takes us to Jorasku. Does he get his breath weapon back? Hell yeah, he does. Oh my god, seriously? What? <laughs> his breath weapon. Oh, I was like, did something else happen? <laughs> no. Dragon spins. Stares down the tunnel. Oh, Hondo. <laughs> and unleashes his breath towards Hondo. Hondo, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, I think at just a straight roll, fear does not make any changes there. That is a fail. Um, but with your roguish evasion, you take half damage. Let me is roll. The- doesn't the water do something here? Not against uh, his head that pokes through it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, like there's a weapon attack that enters the wall space has disadvantage on attack roll and fire damage is halved if the fire effect passes through the wall to reach its target. He pushes his head like through the wall and begins to follow you down the tunnel. And immediately as he crosses his head through, you look back and black and green shadow begin to form and you see a familiar sight though this time on the receiving end as this wall of flame cascades down with a very high roll 68 points of necrotic damage reduced to 34 you take 34 points of necrotic are you up i'm down oh hondo is unconscious you're down at 34 yeah Oh, Hondo. Oh, fucking none of us can get there now. My sweet prince. Has he bit off more than he can chew, folks? (laughs) Will the vial explode? The pirate prince? The dragon turns, pulls its head back up and out, and says, No thieves in my domain. Fair. He used not a ton of movement to get in there, but is going to continue fighting his way through. And you all watch the dragon disappear down the tunnel. Ooh. Not great for the wild cards. <laughs> that is going to end his turn and take us to Alana. Mm. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> I was gonna hit him. Um, is the uh, wa- is the water gone, Kyle? The water is definitely gone. Okay. Okay. Um, Let me move this water. Did I, by chance, 
Because I was going to grab Stormcrag. Did he fly away with it, or was I able to get it? He still currently has it. Okay. Um, I will ready my hammer. Okay. You do have a shadow of Keith that is on your back. Yeah. Uh, that is right with you, but... He's a dick. <laughs> She's like... Uh, she doesn't want to hurt him because she thinks it's him, even though he's attacking. That's fair. Even when she saw yeah. the breath return to real Keith? Oh, actually, you know what? That's a good point. The shadows attack on his turn as well. So that shadow does attack you. <laughs> okay, so if that's and the case, then can I attack him back? Yeah, he misses you with an 11, but you okay. see this shadow of Keith attempt to strike you once more. Naughty. Action surge. Six attacks. <laughs> so you turn and strike the shadow? I'll turn and strike, yeah. Okay. You can attack okay. Uh, 21 to hit minus two. 19? Yeah, definitely hits. Okay. Okay, 17 damage, and that is with the minus two. Uh, that, as you reluctantly but still swing your hammer, you see the shadow just whoosh, cascade away, and you watch the energy, like the actual shadow, coalesce beneath Keith and once more become shadow. Okay, uh, she's just gonna quickly, like, nail down to Keith and just hold him and hug him. Okay. <laughs> Even though she's in the middle of a battle, because that's he, what she would do. He is conscious, and he, like, just kind of groggily shakes his head and his horns. Uh, but you see he is indeed conscious and alive and well. Is that going to end your turn? Uh, I will... That'll end my turn, but I'll just have my hammer ready just in case uh, the dragon shows up. Okay. Uh, Mary, you're up. I will stand up. Yep. Um, fuck. I, so standing up is half my move. Mm -hmm. Getting on the Pegasus is half my move. How does that work? So it's a quarter of your move now, essentially. So. I've got 15 feet to move. Uh, 15 feet on the Pegasus yep. is nothing. Puts you there. Oh, God. I'm just counting. You still have action and bonus and all that. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Remind me on a bone that you, when you're on a mount, were you saying you can use your bonus action to make them dash? Do I remember that or am I remembering that wrong? Um, so that was something that we had, because the mount rules I find very confusing and I always forget. Um, I have them written in a note. I can check quickly. Please do. I think that is what we came to decide. It's like you can use your bonus action to make them dash. I think exactly. so. Or attack or something. I mean, not that mine really has an attack. I mean, it probably does. PC but... can use its bonus action to give the mount an action. Yeah. Mount actions can be dash, disengage, or dodge. 
That's right. And then mount speed is just whatever the mount speed is when you're on it. So, yeah. But we've also played where if your speed, so like, let's say you took 15 to get on it, then the mount has half its speed left. It's not like you get on it and the mount has 90. Yeah, currently the mount has like zero left. Currently you have no more further movement. Okay, I'll use my bonus action, I guess, to make her dash. Can I get into the tunnel from there? It's hard to see from here. Uh, 10, 15, 20, 20, 30, 30, 40, 40, 50, 50, 60, 60, 70, 70, 80, 80, 90, yep, you can get all the way. Wow, that's great. We will have these two shadows here that are in the the doorway. Um, so they'd get attack as opportunity? Uh, you believe so. Hmm. Okay, I'll, I mean, fuck it, I'll just go straight through. Okay. The mirror way. The mirror Mary way. Uh, both definitely do uh, make an attack. One is going to attack Mira. One is going to attack you. Okay. Uh, against oh, they're both probably going to hit. Well, actually, your AC is pretty high. But against Mira, it's going to be hers a is 20, a twelve, a twenty-one. Yeah. Against you is a nineteen. Nineteen is my AC. Uh, okay, so both hit. So against Mira. Uh, that's five points of necrotic damage. Can I see eight. them for cutting words? 60? That's way too far, isn't Unfortunately, it? Unfortunately, no, no. They're also down, like, in the river. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Uh, Mira's strength is sat by two. And against you, uh, that's 11 points of necrotic damage. And your strength is sat by three. Okay. Uh, as you fly in... You fly through past the two shadows, through the illusion wall, and almost immediately into the back of the dragon. Uh, within about 10 feet, you see the, the hindquarters of the dragon, and uh, you see it bearing down and hungrily looking at something. Cool. Okay, oh, yeah. Boy. I'm definitely going to hit it. Okay. A bunch of times. All the yeah. times. <laughs> Okay, uh, sorry guys, my turns are going to take forever now. Do it, we want There's a lot of dice for forever. to roll. Okay, first one is uh, 22 to hit. Definitely hits. Okay, um, I should just separate my dice so I remember. Let's roll, let's roll all attacks at once. Okay, um, I'm going to make this one a... Mm, you know what, sorry, I take that back. Let's, just, let's do them individually, it's just easier this way. Okay, 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 sorry. let me just put all those dice back one second. Um, I'm still actually no, no. I, I'll just leave this one straight, and Hondo's down, so I don't get sneak. Right? That's right. Yeah. I rolled okay. Ten. Twenty-three points on the first one. Okay. Second one, I don't think it's gonna hit. It's only a sixteen. Sixteen does miss. Okay. Third one is a 26. That di- that hits. Let's make this a, uh, I can't remember what it's called. One second. A murder one. No, there's one where. I should also note, you do have that precision if you wanted to use that on your other attack. A 15, oh, I do, but I'd have to roll pretty high. I was just they always the time. pointing out you have other maneuvers. You only seem to use menacing no, and distracting. For- I always forget. So, you know what, you're right. I'll try to use precision. 
Let me just roll. You have a bunch see. of maneuvers. I have a bunch of maneuvers left, yeah. So you rolled 15, I rolled a you six. said? I rolled a six. So that, that puts it over. 21 hits. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm also going to use a... I can't find it. Disarming. Tripping? No, no, no. It's uh, goading. Mm-hmm. Okay. Smart. To try to get him to hit me in a hondo. Uh, okay. That's a DC 18 with save. Okay, that does require a save. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. 16 on the dice. It's technically a save. I could choose to resist. Uh, no, 16, sorry, 16 total. Oh. But I could choose to succeed against it. What's goading do? It makes him attack me and not Hondo. Oh, sorry. If he attacks Hondo, it's a disadvantage. Like, it doesn't just make him attack me. But uh, if he tries to get Hondo to be a disadvantage, he's already down. I don't know how that would work. It's a snack. Well, what it would do is, unless I roll two natural 20s on it, well, no, I guess it wouldn't matter. Any hit against an unconscious creature is a crit. Yeah. So if I give him disadvantage, if you give him disadvantage, there's a chance I could miss on an unconscious Hondo. <laughs> Regardless, I'm using it a maneuver. Most of the other ones I have won't work I'm for gonna, me. I'm going to take Give me the, extra damage. <laughs> I'm going to take the L and not succeed. So yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm going to hold it and see what happens here. Hondo, how nervous are you? Are you planning your new character? Uh, no, I'm planning... <laughs> wake up and take that loot oh fuck yeah we're gonna 20, wait 26 points on the second okay. so that would technically be the second attack i ended up yep so i still have to roll damage for the third attack yep. did you even roll for the first one yeah i did okay uh 24 on the third attack oh to hit no, I already, I already rolled the third attack, and it was like, a, oh, yeah, that's a 25. And then you're like, oh, but you could add your superiority yeah, no, to the previous right. one. Takes the damage. Yeah, uh, action surge, because I'm right here. Yes! yes. Okay. I support it. Uh, 18, that's not going to hit, right? And 18 does miss. Okay. Can you precision that? I could, but I'm almost out of maneuvers. I think I'd rather... Actually, no. He looks You're right. This no, is the time. Right. I'll use it. <laughs> I rolled an eight on that, so yep. Oh my god! Uh, it doesn't get extra damage, it just makes that hit. Still uh, good. Okay. I'm almost out of maneuvers. We're almost out of party members. Everybody else is fine, what do you want about it? And once he comes out! 25 points of damage. Okay. Last one. Wait, no, was that my no. first? That was only the first of your actions. You got two more, two more attacks. Okay, twenty-one to hit. Hits. Nineteen points of damage. Okay. Now the last one. Come on, baby, come on. Not a natural twenty. That would have been amazing. Uh, that's a twenty-six. Hits. Yeah. Um. I'm looking see how many more I have. I think it's just one. Sorry, mm-hmm. 19 was the last damage? 19, yeah, 19 on damage. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so this is the last damage. Ugh. That is a lot of sixes and an eight. So, 12. 
Just 12? Or how many, nope. How did you say a lot of sixes <laughs> and an eight and then only get 12? 12 because I was adding together two D6s. Yeah. 30 total. 30 total. Uh, do you have a bonus? I had to use my bonus to get my That's mount right. to move. That is okay because as six full strikes <laughs> with this just fury of swords as you careen through an illusionary, illusionary wall atop Mira, your blade is just carving through the shadow and cutting into what was once flesh and now you see this kind of brackish purple flesh and and blood painting the exterior of this cavern and with grace and speed you cut down like death from above a legendary dragon of shadow and as you do you watch its massive form just trying to crawl forward and you watch it just fall over and feebly one claw out trying to get to Hondo and it just can't reach anymore as you manage to use everything in your arsenal to kill this dragon oh. save your friend holy fuck you breathe oh my god way to go a sigh of relief well cards feel this connection with Mira and she like is if if she could it just telepathically she says you've earned this and you watch light begin to kind of cascade from beneath your plates of your armor this kind of golden light fills the 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 tunnel that you're in and you all of you watch from outside the two shadows just dissipate in a blast of radiance you see as if a mini sun was ignited from within and for the first moment you fear an eruption is on its way and it slowly dissipates and Mary, you feel your armor grow in strength and power. You feel lighter on your feet and you feel a stronger connection to Mira who says, you've definitely earned this. Let's take a break there and come on back in a second. She wags her, she wags her tail. <laughs> She's so happy. Kev, what was that? Do I get anything for being in the cave? You are Buddy, you're dead. But I got all that golden light on me. Bro, you're dead. <laughs> you're unconscious. You got your life saved by your friend with all that golden light. Because oh, <laughs> that dragon was going to literally eat you. Uh, I wanted to ask, I have fire resistance. Would that have helped? Not against necrotic damage. Okay. Yeah, this is like necrotic fire. Uh, so let's take five. And come on back in a second. Damn, Leah. As Leah, you can add the armor of the Valkyrie Awoken to your character. Ooh. That was definitely like, that was that's so how you cool. get it. That's how you get it. <laughs> on the Pegasus. Saving your friend, crashing through shadowy creatures, fighting a dragon in a tunnel. That's it. That's it. We're back. Wow. What a so, fucking fight that was, Jesus. The exterior of the cave dust settles. Um, Mary, on the inside of the cave, you feel a, 
surge of power as the adrenaline fades uh, from this full-on barrage. Um, you feel this surge of power within and watch the dragon just begin to crumple and fall. However, in the cascade of golden light that surrounded the awakening of the armor of the Valkyrie, you did see an unconscious form of a blue-skinned uh, triton. Can I get over the dragon to him? It will be tight. You can't do it on Mira. Okay, I'll just go by myself then. But you could do it just yourself. Mm -hmm. um, getting down. Hondo, I need you to roll a death save. Has he rolled any? Mm -mm. Okay, Ooh. 13. Uh, Mary, you make it to him, and he seems... Um, he definitely seems hurt. And more or less alive. Okay. But but dying. So, yeah. I I don't have anything, so I guess can I just do a medicine check to try to stabilize him? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. No. Okay. He lived a great life. <laughs> I rolled an extra one, so I'm gonna use luck. Oh it's a good use for luck. And then I rolled a 19. So, uh, plus, I think my medicine's just one. The 20 yeah. total. That'll do it. Hana's been unconscious a lot and died a handful of times, so it's a little bit more difficult, but 20 is enough to, to stabilize him and at least stop the... stop any bleeding and just kind of you see the, the the wounds are not healed by any stretch, but he is stable enough to not be dying any quicker. So he's just sleeping. He's just unconscious. Okay. Uh, I will take a deep ass breath. I will be screaming over the <laughs> earphone. Mary, what the hell was that? Are you guys alive? There was gold light, and I'm going to be trying to run towards you guys. Uh, Valentine, you are able to as you feel the fear fade, uh, and uh, new fear kind of takes its place with the, the potential downfall of your friends. Gord and Lavender and Allie are also able to move freely and do as you wish. Uh, easily enough, you're able to scale the... Uh, the riverbed, make your way up into the tunnel where you do see a fallen, crumpled form of still kind of faintly like moving shadow, but the the physical body is seemingly dead. Um, Hondo's there, right? Okay, so I have this thing with Ethereus that I might want to try. Can you use all the Ethereum stuff right now? Oh, good point. Probably can't do that. Never mind. Um, I glance at Ethereum and have a moment, but then I'm smart and forget about it. Uh, is Hondo there? Mary, are you okay? What the fuck is happening? I can't see past this dragon. There's yeah, Hondo's... A force in the way. I got him... Yeah, Mir can move out of there. I got him stable. He's not dying, but he doesn't look very good. Well... You can get over the dragon. It's just got to 
watch the pointy bits. I'll try and get over the dragon. It just takes a little bit of time, but it's doable. Put my hands on Hondo. All right, buddy boy. This ain't your day. And I'll cast just level one cure wounds into him. Immediately, Hondo, life returns. Consciousness rocketing back. You are alive. And at... Do we not have D8s? 1D8 plus 5 hit points. I like I like got rid of so many dice. Oh, you're very lucky. Seven plus five is twelve. There you go. You're at twelve hit points. Let's loot this shit and then get out of here. I don't want to be around this shadow death dragon monster. Make now, a there... perception I'll... check, anybody. I'll do I'd it. Love to. I can do it. Do we want his body? I rolled a eighteen. Okay. Um, as healing Hondo and uh, everyone Kev, begins to. Oh, I would I... say I would say Hondo, as you're coming to consciousness, this makes better sense for someone else in the party too, uh, as yours would be at, at disadvantage as you're like pulling yourself back up to your feet and all that jazz. Um, so as you all look inside, you're about sixty feet within this this cavern tunnel, and it was kind of a straight tunnel for about 30 of it feet. And then it kind of begins to just be natural, natural stone. It's a little bit wider in sections and thins in sections. Um, and you do see it continue uh, to the uh, to the west a little ways, but you don't see anything immediately. Um, you just see it kind of continue as like this straight tunnel back into, into rock. Hana, you okay, pal? I'm good. I got a little roughed up, but uh, nothing a good drink can't fix. Do you, did you explore? Did you and Mary go further down here? Do you know where there was possible treasure he was talking about? No, oh, that asshole got me before I could get down here, but I am ready to explore. Well, okay. Stay within distance, stay in the earring. I'm going to go back and get my armor and bag of holding and stuff ready, but are you okay? Do you want me to give you more healing? I, I'm good for now, I think. Um, I was going to say, maybe we want to put the dragon in the bag of holding. <laughs> this fucking thing is the size of a lodge. You think I'm going to fit this in the bag of holding? Take okay, a lot okay. of cutting. Could we, I mean, does, are the scales or the teeth of any value? That's true. But why don't, we, why don't you search for the actual treasure he was talking about hiding, and then we'll worry about chopping this asshole up. He's also a scary smoke monster. I don't know if you've seen this, but he's like, he summons shadows. He's melting shadows. Like, we should move away from this. Okay. Yeah, what if what if he come like Keith was a, a there was a weird shadow Keith. What if there's a shadow dragon? He is a shadow dragon. He's he told me he's a spooky shadow dragon. Yeah, yeah but what I mean if he dies and then there's a second shadow dragon. I don't want to be talking about it right here, but the shadow dragon. You guys go explore and then if he if he comes back like shout, go invisible, run we gotta run away from him. Okay. Can I investigate the body? Like see if he's coming back, if he seems to be like healing at all? Make a nature check. Or, uh, sorry, medicine, but it's probably the same. Uh, medicine's better by one. Uh, 12. Wait, 13, sorry. He doesn't seem to be coming back to life. However, there is still this kind of faint shadow drifting off of him. Uh, it is certainly not of this world. It seems a little odd and, and unsettling, but no obvious signs of reanimation. 
can I, well, if they go further down, I'll be like, uh, go further down and don't look in this direction. I'm going to try something. If it, uh, Hondo and Mary, if they go looking for something. Okay. Hey, that sounds <laughs> sketchy. But Because uh, I could, I could blind you if this works. Okay. Um, yeah, start moving down. I think, Hondo, if you want, I want to look, we should check for any kind of remotely trap-related thing the whole way. <laughs> Oh, why not? <laughs> and then can I make investigation checks then? Could I see if Ethereus can do its yeah, this like blinding really light. cool sun thing? Uh, as you watch Hondo and Mary make their way a fair ways away, and you start to lose them in the shadow, um, still within this cavern, you hold Ethereus tight and think of the Summer Queen, uh, and you feel the response from the blade very faint and almost incredibly distant and unfortunately it, it warms but you see no flare and you imagine it's also tied to the recharge of the fae this is very not important but can i still talk to it do i still feel its sentience uh you do not unfortunately okay then i'll tuck him away yeah there's the only communication you have is this very faint emotion back and forth. It can kind of impart a little bit of emotional uh, element to you. Um, but Not it's like incredibly before. faint right now, yeah. Um, but I'll shout, it didn't work, you're okay. <laughs> it does still have kind of part of the it being imbued um, with the kind of connection of like what Heartbreaker was into this new blade that is becoming yours. You do see that the full moon kind of um, dial is still on Heartbreaker, <laughs> uh, on Ethereus. And you can see it's getting very close to full. Oh, great. Uh, but what were the investigations from Hondo and Mary? Uh, I rolled a five and I have 11, so it's 16. Okay, Mary? 23. The two of you begin to progress further and further into this tunnel um, and keeping a very watchful eye out for traps, tricks, and anything of that sort. And almost surprisingly, find nothing of the sort. Um, but you do continue another about 20, 25 feet down this tunnel before coming across a small cavern that kind of drops a little bit away. And you can see... Uh, there's a large break in the cavern beyond, and it becomes a uh, an actual cavern. It's closed off here as a small small cave and, and dome, um, and you can see there's a there's a crack that runs along the floor and then widens to a, a larger crevice around the kind of around the back, but there is this very small pile of faintly shining coins and gems uh, and uh, there is a, a very modest sized hoard in what you both gather is a not very well lived in or long lived in space but both of you with your investigations find no sign of obvious trap uh, and do in fact see like I say a modest hoard of just kind of a pool of gathered chests and coins um, in uh, the amounts of roughly 200 gold pieces, 750 silver pieces, 
400 copper pieces. Uh, in amongst the searching, you find two potion vials of familiar red liquid. Um, they seem a little bigger than, than your traditional ones. They seem a little bit more powerful. Um, there's this cloak that is black, but almost woven like spider silk through. That was 200 gold, Allie. Um, spiders, like like kind of thin silvery, and it's kind of almost sticky to the touch. It's a little odd, um, but is an otherwise nice cloak, um, a well-crafted one anyways, and you're not sure of its design or make or anything. But the big hall in a handful of um, rough kind of burlap sacks that are spilling out all over the place, you see cut and uncut gems of many, many different kinds. There are sapphire and ruby. You do find some diamond in amongst all of this. You see a lot of amethyst, a lot of like purple and um, and kind of uh, silver and purple colored crystal uh, that you wager is worth quite a bit of money if you want to make an intelligence check. Uh, either of you, or one of you, with advantage. Sure. You may as well do it, Kev. You're the, like, riches and money, dude. <laughs> with advantage. So yeah, roll, so again. roll again. Seven. On the first. Oh We're my god. Dice phone hasn't been nice to you tonight, Kev. No. He almost just died. Eleven? Yeah. <laughs> yep, so seven and eleven. You're, you're, you're not sure... Intelligence An exact save. number. It, it, it doesn't make a huge difference one way or the other. You're really not sure how much all this is worth, but like thousands of dollars or thousands of gold in, in assorted gems. How but, much do we find in diamonds? You're not or is that sure. something we should do? Okay. Well, we'll just take it and we'll figure that there's out a, there's, a, there's a few. Like you have a couple of diamonds you find amidst the, the gem um, that you imagine you've seen like uh, been used in, in ritual processes, but like the quality and cut is always a little different. The sizes are kind of varied. Um, you're not sure how much you would wager it's worth. Okay. Well, I imagine I give them to Valentine and he's more familiar with looking uh, at those. It's going to be either a couple of different treks with satchels and bags and uh, to move all of this stuff uh, or to bring probably both of the, the bags of holding and fill it up with what you can. What about the carpet? The carpet obviously would be a great source to kind of ferry things along. Okay. Uh, but the gems are, there's a lot of them and it makes them kind of heavy. Okay. Uh, they're in sack, sacks of burlap or in an assorted kind of chests of dark kind of purple and black wood um, that you find kind of interesting and well-crafted and nice looking. Um, but so, no weapons of any kind. You see no signs of weapon, armor. Uh, it seems kind of primarily riches of gem and and coin uh but the only exceptions being this kind of cloak of like this spider silk cloak and the two healing potions um when i get back to my bag i'm going to delicately take out the vial and put it back in sure uh i'll go on the earring and just say hey lab you want to grab that carpet yes Mm -hmm. i will do you tell us that we need to bring the bags of holding? Uh, oh, I'll just say there's a lot of shit here. We could probably, well, I guess I can't radio lavender. 
There's a lot of shit here. You could probably use bags of holding carpet, anything to get this stuff out. We got to get moving quick, I think. We don't really want to stay here tonight. Would Keith also have in his armor like a little, little baggie so he can carry some things in without over? Absolutely. He's got himself? kind of essentially, Keith has the equivalent of like four full size backpacks on two on each side of him. So like if you consider, you know, think of like video game terms like pouches and, and sacks, Keith has four full size ones that he can carry on his side. He's a big goat. He's got <laughs> a lot of a lot of pack uh, He's ability. A big boy. Okay, we'll come and help too. Um, it takes you guys a, the, a better part of an hour to go through just in, in between the carpet, the bags, and just moving everybody in and out. It's not a, a particularly easy uh, path in now that there's a giant dead dragon in the way. Um, so it takes a little bit of maneuvering, but within an hour, pushing into an hour and a half, um, you're able to accumulate all of this and return to your now semi-destroyed as a shelter. Don't hide thing. The rain is still falling, but you do find it begin to kind of lax. Um, but it, it is still definitely raining and it is causing the riverbed here to get a little mucky uh, for those of you and, and Keith who are traversing just on foot. Um, but nonetheless, not the end of the world. Just a little bit extra, extra work at about two in the morning. Is anyone else really tired? Um, I had a great nap until you guys interrupted it. How much of a sleep did I get? I was going to take second watch. You slept from maybe an hour and a half. So not enough. Not no, not enough. Look, it's fine. I'm I'm not really that hurt. I'll I'll take the rest of first watch. I'm good to rest. Yeah, you're. It's fine. I can do it my own. It's okay. We just I'd rather split everyone else up for the rest of the time. Mary, okay. you notice, uh, you notice too, and all of you notice that Mira is still just kind of hanging around, uh, following Mira, uh, Mary around, um, and it's been almost two hours. This is far longer than she's been here before. Hmm. What's so? Well, it might be more convenient. It's like a permanent thing. I just pet her. I don't think so. I think we just get a little more time. Fern leaves and we just get a new flying creature with us. Is okay. that what this is? Okay. She okay. kind Fern of stands back. tall and puffs her chest ever so slightly. <laughs> She's pretty cute. You're lucky. Um, could I try... Could I try and go on the carpet and search? Like, I would dedicate maybe a half hour to this. Try and find some of our pack elk Make a make an investigation check at disadvantage. I'll, I'd say if he's going to do that, I could help while people are quick getting their stuff ready on the Pegasus as well. I may as well in make the other direction. Check <laughs> at a straight roll. Me or as can Mary do? It? Mary, Mary is helping you. Yep. Can can Mary just do it? You called it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not bad at it. Okay. Ooh, it's a 17 plus seven. 24. You manage to find sign of tracks heading back towards into towards the forest, um, but it will you you gather like you'll need a lot more time to follow them than a half hour. But you could oh. follow them. I don't know that it's worth it. 
Well, I've really liked Aurora. She's already been through a lot with Aurora 1. All right. Well, I can move faster than you if you want me to follow these for a little bit. Or, uh, you, can, or you can come on here with me if you want. We can go together. I got to sleep soon. I don't want to push this too far. Maybe in the morning we can take a little look. Okay. We might lose them, though. We're not. We don't want to put too much of a chunk into our day. We're already going to be getting a late start. That's what I think. Let's. Uh, I think our sleep's more important. Okay. Go back to camp. Easily enough, you return to camp. Um, though it now has been another forty-five minutes or so um, of searching between the two of you, while everyone else manages to start sleep and packing away the various gems and gold and this cloak um, into sort of bags of holding. And I believe most of this is going to have to go into gourds because if I remember correctly, Valentine's was full up from the last hoard you guys collected. Um, we, we spent did, a lot of money since then, though. We did spend a lot of money out of it. Buying a bunch of, like, there was the arrows and the armor and the lance that Valentine's never used. Okay, then yeah, I would say probably still splitting probably 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just to, just trying to keep track, because the bags of holding do have limitations. And gems and coin is uh, oddly... We need to do an audit soon. We should start a bank somewhere. Yeah. We did spend a couple, more than a couple grand. Start in investing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Real we need estate. to invest in something, yeah. We need to stay somewhere long enough to invest. Yeah. <laughs> We have a home. Well, maybe don't let the world fall to hell. <laughs> That's maybe your investment. That's invest. our investment. <laughs> and nonetheless, uh, you're able all to get through a night's rest and subsequent watches with no further interaction, whether any other beasts of burden and, and, and fright were scared away by dragon death or there were none other to, to happen upon you. Morning breaks. Actually, can I say something quickly, like retroactively, if that's okay with the party? Mm. When it was just Hondo and I in there at first, and we were collecting all the gold and shit, I would probably get the gold and silver and copper, and it was not a super amount, and I'd just give it to Hondo. Because hmm. it's a, you're the one who wanted to come in here. So yeah, Hondo, you can add 200 gold, 750 silver, and 400 copper Ooh. to your uh, character sheet under your I always, equipment. I always write bronze down. <laughs> mm. uh, someone else could also make um, I'd say either Valentine or, or Gord could make a just an intelligence check to kind of gather the amount of these gems like just to get so you have an idea of how much worth you have, or both of you could make individual in- intelligence checks. I'll do it, Gordon. Let's do it. Hmm. I got a 15. Is that with your intelligence? Yep. Gordo. I got a 17. Ooh. Ooh, a boy. Uh, Val, you are most um, comfortable understanding the value of diamonds, uh, especially as spell components. 
Um, you find between about eight different diamonds, you have about 650 gold worth of diamond alone. 650? 650. Um, Gord, you gather that between the vast amount of this kind of purple, like amethyst type crystal, but a good chunk of ruby, sapphire, and emerald as well, you have about 11,000 in gems. $11,000? Oh my god. <laughs> well, next time we meet a dragon or something that wants a lot of something. <laughs> Jesus. It was a modest hoard, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, Kyle, can you say one more time the gold that, that I had? Or the gold... Uh... You had 200 gold, okay. 750 silver, and 400 copper. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to interrupt the flow, but I would like to at some point use an identify ritual on that cloak. Sure. Uh, before you go to sleep or later? I'll do it, no, I'll do it in the morning. Uh, then as morning breaks across your group, um, the ground of, the, uh, of this kind of makeshift hut uh, has thoroughly kind of filled up with muck and rain and it's now a, a lot less comfortable than when you started and you find your your bed rolls are soggy and um, your cloaks also it's not quite as nice a start to the day as you would have liked but you did just kill a dragon so you feel pretty confident in your abilities but you wake on the seventh day of your journey south and you find as you exit the wall of stone a heavy fog lies about the end a very thin drizzle of rain still falls from the storm previous, uh, from the night previous. Uh, but casting identify on this uh, strange kind of spider silk cloak, um, you find it is indeed a. Um, it's essentially a underdark style cloak of elven kind, but also granting fire resistance. And in Undercommon, it's called a Pawafwi of Fire Resistance. <laughs> How do I spell that? P-I-W-A-F-W-I. P-I-W-A-P-I-F-W-Y-I. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Pawafwi. Is that... Of Fire Resistance. Attunement? I believe so. You also note, as part of the... Uh, identify ritual as most things with the underdark they do not agree with sunlight at all okay uh if this is exposed to an hour of sun or exposed to any sunlight or exposed to an hour of sunlight without interruption it will lose all its magical properties mm. Ooh. Well, you tougher an attuned item while you wear this cloak with its hood up, wisdom perception checks made to see you have disadvantage. You have advantage on decks, stealth checks made to hide, and as the cloak's color shifts to camouflage you, uh, and then fire resistance as well. Cool. It's gonna Hana, be you have situational, th- but pretty sweet. Hana, you have a thousand things that you're attuned to. I almost feel like Lav might do well with this just in her pack. Not necessarily attuned to it, but if it's dark here. Well, she speaks under common, right? 
does a bit of a, doesn't she? He does. Interesting. So that's, there's a bit of a tie there. Oh yeah, my mom had a cloak like this. (laughs) But just don't put it on if it's sunny out. I mean, fire resistance is fucking cool. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, I'm just going to leave it unequipped. Anyone can use it, but you'll need a slot for it in your attunement. And about an hour to to attune to it. I mean, before going into a big fight, if it's raining or if it's shitty out, and we have time to prepare, that might be a good thing to do. What kind of day is it right now? Uh, Not dark. (laughs) Is it Uh, sunny? No, it's foggy, right? It is foggy for sure. Um, But it still would count against an hour of, of daylight. Just a sunlight without interruption. What if um, she... Well, I just want to see her attunements. Cloak protection. I think she has a pearl of power. Oh, this mage thing. Okay. Uh, Maybe we could just leave it for now and we can see who might need it situationally. I would leave it for now. Like, you're about to travel for a full day. A powafui. Uh-huh. Uh, but how is Keith looking in the morning? I'm assuming Alana like would not leave his side all night. Nope, not at all. He is fully healed, ready to go, um, and clingy as all hell. <laughs> so he's fine. He's totally fine. He's totally fine. Hungry. Are there any trees around here? Uh, no, you guys are in a pretty open. Uh, rolling hills in this uh, dried riverbed kind of scenario. Um, is there any plant life around whatsoever? Lots of grass and that kind of stuff. I'm trying to see, maybe I could use my uh, Warden of the Fae to talk to some plants. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, you just see kind of rolling fields of grass. Um, nothing beyond that, really. Like, do we try and find our mounts to try and make this travel go quicker? What do we do here? They went in the opposite direction of where we came. Yeah. I, th- I feel like any time we spent looking for them, any time we would make up, we'd lose by spending looking for them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. How many more days do we have? I'm trying to remember from our directions. As far as you know, you are on your last last bout. You okay, should reach well then... there by by by. You guys made up quite a bit of travel, mm-hmm. uh, and actually, we're we're making good time. Um, you had to take a little bit of a longer rest to account for a late night, but you should make it from your understanding to to the city as long as you you follow the you you make the right trajectory by the end of, like, by midday. I say we start creeping up on this city. If you haven't already, also make sure everyone's already hit long rest on your character sheet so you can get all your hit points, magic, all that jazz. Does the uh, thing that sapped our strength go away? After a rest, it does. Okay, so everyone, (laughs) if if you change that in your... Temporary. If if you if you change it, yeah, make sure you revert it back. back. (laughs) Um, Back to full strength. Um, So if you guys are gonna head off, um, I either need someone to give me a survival check, 
uh, or unless you guys have a, a different method uh, or something you want to try to, to find your way, survival check will do. Um, I just want to try it. I'll ask the grass for directions towards Castirian. Uh, sure. I'll be like, we're looking for a city. It's not like you. Uh, you reach down, stepping a ways away from the battleground uh, of of your your fight with Jorasku, and kind of creeping up onto the edge of a hilltop, trying to get the best view as you could. You reach down and, and take a knee, and through the armor, you channel the connection to the Fey and the connection to the Wild Mother. And as you speak, it's not so much words as uh, it's an almost unspoken language. There's no real exchange of words, but the ground, the grass around hears you and bends to you and you hear it respond to you saying, there's no city here. I was like, cool. <laughs> and I'll just like, gladiator walks through the grass a bit and then turn around and be like, there's no city here, guys. We gotta keep going. Unfortunately, grass is not overly intelligent. It's not so smart, but it was cool. I just talked to a plant. You talked to grass. <laughs> and I just read the spell and it's cooler than I thought. So that's sweet. Yeah. Um, does it have a limit of questions like speak with dead does or just time uh, it said like if we're ever being pursued I could use it and be like make difficult terrain like make it hard for people or the opposite if it was difficult terrain be like hey well, we want to walk across you yeah. um, that was what uh, didn't Gord use that when you guys were in the beginnings of the veil I think that he like intimidated it yeah. <laughs> he was like yeah listen asshole uh, in that case, then, as uh, the grass, unfortunately, is not overly helpful, why doesn't someone throw me a survival check? And we'll see how well you make up time and head towards Castirian. Last tw- uh, last 10 minutes, plants within 30 feet of you, just for the future. Yeah, I mean, for if you have any other questions over the next 10 minutes, go nuts. Um, Has anything else passed through here in the last, while we slept or anything like that? Have any other big things like a spooky dragon pass through here? Nothing like that. Is this a well-traveled area? No. You're the first thing we've seen here in forever. Um, do you do you see or your friends know where any like big antlered animals are? Never seen nothing with antlers. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's it. You guys have a great rest of your day. Take care. <laughs> Allie, you could do that survival check if you and Keith want to like take yeah. the search. I can do that. Throw a for me. I'll tell the grass this is a goat. These aren't antlers, but they're horns. You just hear like 40 voices all at once, just like, oh. <laughs> That's a 22. Ooh. Oh. Uh, okay, with, with Alana taking charge. You guys set off on your travel over the hills that are now muddy from the rain. Uh, and you take a few breaks throughout the day. 
uh, for just natural breaks for for food and and uh, and just weary from a night of battling a dragon and almost dying. Um, but finally, kind of following the trajectory of the this riverbed, um, you maintain this southern direction, um, and Alana leading the charge with a pretty solid underst- uh, pretty solid internal compass, uh, helped by your pirate twins. You head south towards the city of Castirian. Finally, by midday, shortly after afternoon. Um, you reflect and after your days of travel some grueling some enjoyable you begin to see the shape of a city taking shape through the fog ahead with the sounds of waves crashing on rock from an unseen ocean beyond the city before you unfolds with every step closer an expanse of ruined buildings obvious elven design with sweeping curves and intricate design that now lies long destroyed. A medium-sized city that spreads out with um, more of the same ruined architecture and structures of varying sizes poke through thick fog. You can see the faint shape of mountains off to the west and imagine um, those to be the Twilight Mountains described to you by the um, by Dameron uh, and Laurel of the Sylvan Synod. You can follow the line of their peaks um, all the way down to what seems to be a cliff or water's edge. And you see a lower section of city near the kind of beachfront of an ocean that you can't quite make out. Um, But you now just see a barren bay where this riverbed just continues and opens up into almost just sand and rock and nothing of what once was a harbor. Bare sand and rock, hunks of rubble, and you see wood kind of strewn about within. You do see in the middle of this bay, there's an island um, with some haphazard structures atop it. Um, You see the remnants of an old bridge that stretched from the island to the larger portion of the city to the east. And it's the city to the east that you watch through this fog begin to rise and then fall in some sections, following the natural peaks of the cliffs atop which Castirian is built. It is eerily silent, save the faint lapping of waves in the distance and wind howling kind of faintly through cracks of stone. And this eeriness should be expected from a place dubbed the City of the Dead. About an hour further travel gets you closer to the edge of the city and you have a choice either to follow this river uh, riverbed down towards like this harbor kind of district and towards this island and this lower section of city or to kind of curve up and towards the east following a, a faint road that you see is not very well traveled but you can see a, a once traveled road uh, begin to edge up towards the east into kind of an upper section of city. I'll like turn around and look at Hondo and be like, just real talk. Uh, if Gambino's down there or some of his crew's down there and they spot you, how do you how do you think that's going to go? Like, are you a face recognition? They would know you, and like, do you sh- should you disguise yourself? 
in a few years, I, I think I might be okay. But to be safe, I could always, you know, disguise myself a bit. It might just be worth it. You were an infamous dread pirate. You tend to have a memorable personality. You have a memorable face and personality. I'll put on a mustache, how about that? Well, I was thinking, remember when you turned yourself into a black dragon? That was That's a little too ostentatious, but maybe something in between. Okay. It does only last an hour and it costs a spell slot, so just keep that in mind. Can uh, you wear a hood or <laughs> muddy your face? Uh, what I'll do is I'll wear a hood and I will cover my face. I love it. With I like a bandana, like just part of the cloth? That's dope. Masks don't work. They're a fraud. Um, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Although, will it still be too soon? No, it's over now. We got a vaccine, baby! <laughs> <laughs> in in May? What? Uh, when would we be launching this? Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, that's good to know. Gord, he was with you on that pirate ship, but he's wearing a helmet now, so hopefully that's okay. Um, Doesn't even have a tail. There's no tail. Do you have any like pirate thing about like coming to a city? Like, does a background as a swashbuckler give you any knowledge? Did I make that up, Kyle? Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay, great. You made, you made that up. No, uh, the the two of them. Um, I had them make a check about this city a while back. Okay. To see if they learned anything or knew anything, uh, and unfortunately, uh, you know what you know right now. I think the pirate backgrounds gives you like a reputation of being a pirate. That was that's it. the benefit. Yeah. Well, In do we want to do well-traveled upper road or down towards that island bridge? And just a clarification: the bay is barren and sand and rocky. Is there any water in the bay? You don't see anything from from this distance. Like you're not quite on it yet, um, but it seems like. You know, there there once was there once was a bay that would have filled in here. There's this island and this bridge that would go over water. The bridge is more or less broken and, and non-existent, uh, and there's no water within this island. This island is now kind of sitting up on nothing, and you see some structures on top and kind of falling in. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Cool. You do hear the sounds of the ocean beyond, um, but uh, it somehow seemingly receded away. That's cool. Okay. Cool. Didn't Hold we hear here. something about Gambino and his crew holding up on an island near here? I don't know if it was an island, but you could be right. They definitely had like a base near here. So you know that they uh, they have used this as a home base in some capacity. Where? Yeah. Is there? There's a road you said that's not well traveled. But can we see if it was like at all traveled in the last few days? Make a survival check. I think I'm down to do the road first, stay above ground instead of going straight. I there. rolled. I rolled like shit. Doesn't matter. You six. quickly like kind of get down and look, and it does not seem to have any sign of recent or old travel. It just seems weathered and bare. Not even a real defined road, but you can just see a, there's like an old path, as most kind of medieval. Paths. So, like, one roads. is like go up into the city, and the other one is follow more the Bay Area, right? Those are two options. Our Riverbed Bay. 
you can do whatever you want. I was just presenting at least two, two obvious choices. You can follow this road and see where it takes you within what seems to be a main entrance into what would have been, you know, the gate entrance into the city or what looks like you could follow the river um, down into the bay, which now doesn't have water and you could traverse that way up into this. There's an island here. There's somewhat of a lower city where like you can see some docks that have all kind of fallen in, but there's a small lower city section and there's a bridge that connects to the rest of the larger city and you can work your way up into the larger city from there as well. I'm, I'm leaning towards the getting to the docks area, lower city, but I don't have a particular reason. It, the only thing I can think of is if something knows we're coming here, why wouldn't you make, by, wait by the main road? But that's that's just my vote, and I'm not particularly strong about it. What do you guys think? I was kind of thinking up, Mary sinking down, Hondo, you are a pirate. Come on, baby. Here we go up. Brawley? Two for up, one for bay. Uh, I guess the... I don't know. The bay? We got a gourd. You decide. The bay. Ooh. Lavender votes up. I'm joking. Let's go to the bay. Okay. Uh, It's not far, um, but you guys make your way to the edge of uh, where this riverbed would connect to a larger kind of curving outward and and slowly uh, widening bay. And at the center of it, you see this this island and can make out some, some fallen structures within. And you kind of stand, all of you, on the edge of this riverbank on the exterior of the city overlooking just emptiness and ruin. And we'll see where we go from there next week. Ooh, what an episode. I was trying to get my headphones working for the last two minutes. That's <laughs> so funny. I was like just about to get it. Wow, that was a good one. Fuck me. We came so close to coming with the upwards for the dragon. If it weren't against the Eldrazi thing, that would have been so cool. Yeah, but he was going to come back. He was going to come know, back. I know. He was bad. Thanks for tuning in. Join us next time as the wild cards arrive in Castirian and see for themselves why it's known as the City of the Dead. There'll be a new episode up every Tuesday, so stay tuned. But until then, keep exploring.